0: Citations, guys, and welcome back to the Illuminati. Uh, here once again with um, quite a fun episode this week, I think. I've still smiling. Um, <laughs> 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 it. But no, back this. But this, but last week when we'd finished recording, you went uh, the day after. You went, shit, we haven't picked an episode. We haven't picked a topic this week. You just went, let me pull one out of my ass. And I went, suddenly uh, saying I was a Stargate, <laughs> and I was like, what? It's got a what? <laughs> I knew nothing about this I knew the theory had gone round I've heard of it but not looked into it and I just thought that's going to be fun and crazy to do I've um,
1: gone round the houses on this one we've a, a fair few rabbit holes yeah I've dug holes all over the garden there's, um, there's loads of rabbit holes all over the place this just, it touches like, depending on where you come from for, for, for me what I've seen is it touches so many different areas from, from um, Nibiru, Stargates Iraq War Ancient Samaria, cuneiform tablet. Uh, um, Book
0: of Enoch, um, but you've got the Nephilim. Um, it's
1: just, it's gone like whole Government
0: conspiracies, clandestine operations, black ops. And then,
1: obviously, oh, the exopolitics. I'm like thinking, oh, hold on a second, how are you managed to sandwich all that into something One that sounds it? absolutely insane? It's, it's just four words. <laughs> Saddam, Hussein.
0: Saddam Hussein had a Stargate, sorry, five words. Saddam Hussein had a Stargate.
1: No, there's, there's a lot more in this. <laughs> I was like, I wondered where the reach was coming from because I knew. I mean, some of them are batshit shit crazy, some some things. That we just refuse to not cover because they're just like fucking bonkers. Yeah. That it'll be a 15 minute episode going, this is shit, innit? Yeah. Yeah, it's really, isn't it. There's really an shit. I thought this might be one that goes, Do you know what, when I get half an hour out of this, Has Saddam Hussein got a Stargate? Fuck off, Has Saddam And then you read it and it's like, whoa. See, we have got genuine doctors and all sorts of stuff writing about it and other people and, and you could bring in, intertwine, so much history. Well, I'll be honest, like I've
0: only had three days to research this, because we only decided on Tuesday what were we were doing. Um, so it was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to research. i like, oh, I'll do that one, be, be 45 minutes, how long show? I've like, oh, got half hour, I'll quick half hour research. About 40 minutes before you turned up, I was still cutting notes and adding new notes in am going, I could do another week on this. <laughs>
1: It's, it's, it's a bit it mental. Um, there's, there's a big part about uh, that I was going to talk about at, at some point in it, the big religious aspect, but I just think that would be a bit contrite and I take things a bit in, in a really peculiar angle. I think I'll touch it but I personally, I don't know if you've even included in yours, but I don't mind talking a little bit about that. But there's like a big thing yeah. by William Henry. Or
2: Henry yeah, I've, I've, I've,
0: really cut, I've cut a lot of that out <clears throat> because I, I didn't really want to go into that because that, that becomes dogmatic rhetoric yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and bog down it's not really what we're talking about um, but yeah so we're just going to be about a lot of what's coming <laughs> there's a taste there. if you don't like what you first fuck off now <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if you do strap in this is going to be a fun one strap um, on, strap, strap, on in. strap in whatever floats your boat enjoy um, so the theory is that the 2003 US led invasion of Iraq um, which was illegal remember there was no UN mandate. There was no That's right, yeah. um, NATO mandate. So yeah, it's technically yeah. an illegal war. yeah preemptive. Rather than being classed as a war, they get classed as a preemptive strike. Therefore, it couldn't be done for war.
1: And plan. let's be honest, what did Iraq have to do with flying two planes in the twin towers? Yeah, not a lot.
0: <laughs> you know, Saudi Arabian terrorists. Let's go for Iraq. Um, but the theory is that that was all a pretext and a lie, because you know, as it said, not the weapons of mass destruction dossier was. What was the word, sexed up in the British sexed media?
1: Sexed
0: up. Yes. Sexed up the dossier. The
1: proper tarted up that dossier, yeah.
0: Just imagine Tony Blair in, in a cabinet room with that dossier going... <laughs> sexing it up.
1: Is that a insert fist in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to hold <laughs> on
0: The US-led 2003 invasion of Iraq was launched because former dictator Saddam Hussein had a portal to an alien world. Now... That's what we're here to investigate tonight.
1: Yes, so there were... It was just a happy coincidence that they happened to get hold of the iron fields. a happy coincidence that they stole all the gold. <laughs> they weren't there for any of that. Uh, and they certainly weren't there to find weapons of mass destruction. They were, they were there because supposedly Saddam Hussein had access to a stargate for which um, reading, which I didn't I didn't understand what the stargate was for until we read everything else. So we mm-hmm. could probably go down it. But Cliff Notes has a stargate that is linked to ancient Sumerians, Nibiru, uh, Planet X, teleportation, and like I'm like, um, like, what? And then the Americans have gone, um, Saddam Hussein cannot have power, he cannot have access to all that power, and he cannot absolutely not have anything to do with bringing the Sumerians back. And it also kind of links into the end of the 2012 yeah. Mayan calendar. Within, uh, is this a solid theory? It's got everything in it. Well, if you throw enough shit at something, something's gonna stick. So, but it, it's just it, the, the problem with this one is. You can go down so many routes, because there's so many. Firstly, Ancient Samaria and the Anunnaki, it'll probably be a show on its own for us. Yeah, yeah. With, without a shadow of a doubt.
0: might be a show on its
1: own. And <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we are going to talk about Twin Towers and the Iraq War at some point. Yeah. So but what we're asking to do is now is to try bring all that in, just give it a flavor, a high level discussion. Yeah, yeah just, just a little taste. Oh,
0: so you get an idea of where we're going to be on all these big issues, which, which wasn't like, because I didn't know this day, And you. Some said saying, I had a Stargate, that's why I went to war, alright dickhead, go away,
2: well,
0: and then like, I will do that, I, I did it just to, I chose it just to go, before to see if you research this. When, when
1: you said it, and I was like, what are you on about, <laughs> um, the first thing that came to my mind was, if you had a Stargate, why did the find them killed up in a ball in a basement, if you had yeah, a Stargate, it's surely you should be, be on but, but, so that's, that was my starting point was, this is a lot of bollocks, Saddam Hussein was found and home. he was hiding, if he'd have had a stargate, surely he would have nicked off already yeah, to, yeah. to Neibar or, or wherever the other stargates are, but um, it's actually a really interesting topic, whether or not I believe it or not, it's a really interesting thing to talk about. Um, and and I, 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 do, I do, I, I think I've, it's a happy accident, I think,
0: that it's turned <laughs> out so well. Um, but with anything, with everything I research, no matter what point I come in from, I try research from different angles, to try find a, a central narrative, um, um, I always try to research back to its source, and the source for me on this is Dr. Michael E. Sala. Um, so he claims that aliens that he identifies as being from the mysterious tenth planet of the solar system, Nibiru, had a long-running relationship with the people from the Iraq-Iran region. In a paper entitled "Exopolitical Perspective on the Preemptive War Against Iraq," he says there is evidence for long-term alien involvement in the area dating back to the earliest days of the Sumerian civilization that once dominated the fertile lands along the banks of the Euphrates.
1: Um, we do also need to name drop William Henry as well because...
0: I'm <coughs> gonna get to William Henry in a bit but I think you well, you mentioned what you like. I've got a little bit of in my notes and there's uh, Zacharias Sitchin yeah. um, but we're gonna get to them in a minute because they, they provide the foundations for his theory yeah, I was going to say... Because but the Saddam saying out of Stargate is Dr Salah's theory.
1: Yeah, so Salah definitely referenced some of William Henry's... He, yeah, William Henry, Henry
0: and Sitchin, yeah, but it's yeah. his theories. Here. He uses them as a pretext, as, yeah. a, as a foundation. Um, but, again, as I was like, oh, this guy, this guy said this. And um, as we'd like to... You pointed out to me, um, just because there's doctor in front of his name
2: doesn't mean he's
0: trustworthy. No,
1: I mean, what was the... Um, who was who was that um, presenter? The, the doctor was, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not a doctor. He doesn't have a medical. <laughs> Anyone goes in his
0: shop has to sign a the saying we understand he's not a doctor.
1: There was a, I'm sure there was like a similar to like pop stars. He was called Doctor Something. It was like Radio One. Oh, Doctor Fox. Doctor Fox. Yeah, Doctor Fox. Yeah. Just again, just because you dig out in front of your name doesn't mean that you have any additional plaudits over anybody else in regards to a field. <laughs> we doing You're this all th- the time. Th- th- no. Yeah. So to preempt you going, just he's <laughs> got doctor in front
0: of his name, don't mean he can be trusted, right? Um, this guy has some serious fucking clout to him.
1: Okay. Right,
0: and I mean, fuck, so he, he he's describes himself as an expert in exopolitics, and by that he means politics between planets. Yes,
1: yeah, so it's aliens and, and, aliens aliens politics. and Earth politics. Yeah,
0: right. Then yeah. he's like, well. When you wear that you go, this guy's a bit fucking bashing crazy and he bought, probably got his doctorhood from a fucking...
2: doctor.
0: <laughs> you bought it on a website, you know what I mean? Like $15, there eh? you go, you're a doctor now, you got a certificate. You know? Made his fucking diploma on pain or something, you know. But, Dr. Michael Sala is an internationally recognized scholar in international politics, conflict resolution and US foreign policy. He has held academic appointments in the School of International Service and the Centre for Global Peace. American University, Washington D.C. The Department of Political Science, Australian National University, Canberra, Australia. The Elliott School of International Affairs, George Washington University, Washington. He has a PhD in Government from the University of Queensland, Australia. During his academic career, he was the author-editor of four books focusing on international politics. Dr. Salah has conducted research and field work in ethnic conflicts involving East Timor, Kosovo, Macedonia and Sri Lanka he's been awarded significant financial grants from the United States Institute of Peace and the Ford Foundation for peacemaking initiatives involving mid to high level participants from the East Timor conflict
1: so it's, the, it's it's the real it's fucking deal I was going to say it's a dipshit then but yeah, uh, no, of course um, I've got here as well that like he, he's written over 70 papers and lots of essays and he's been co-authoring all sorts of loads of books and stuff. So he's, yeah, I mean he's, he's, he's pretty prolific in, his, in what he does. Yeah,
0: he's, he's since gone on to be uh, a pioneer in the development of exo-politics, the study of the main actors, institutions, political processes, with mm-hmm. extraterrestrial life. Uh, he's published books on exo-politics. Uh, he has a series of five books called uh, Secret Space Programme that investigates whistleblowers and insider testimonies on multiple classified space programmes all five of them have become, was on number one bestsellers Um yeah he's, I mean this guy is the real fucking deal
1: so let's be careful say he is the real deal in regards to he's very knowledgeable in his yeah family. yeah this is a guy going oh
0: yeah I'm, I, I'm a doctor no you're a fucking kind of dickhead shut up you know um, but this is not even that he's going oh is, this is a doctor who's, yeah he's not a fucking GP who's wrote about this yeah. this is a guy who's not only qualified in international politics but it seems to be a widely sought after like, you know, it, it, yeah, got entre- awarded significant financial grants from the United States Institute of Peace for peacemaking initiatives involving mid-to-high-level participants in the Eastern America. So this isn't the guy who's just sat at home watching news and writing about it. This is the guy who's fucking brokering peace talks between fucking countries' leaders.
1: No, he's, he himself, academically, is the real deal. Yeah, I've got no qualms because acad- academia. Um, but, is it, but also, his
0: yeah. academia is based in international politics. Agreed. So, exo politics might be—you know—we don't know. The guy might have had a fucking uh, a mental breakdown or a nervous breakdown and um, just got nuts, right? I, I think you It might be—he might be moving, going from international politics to exo politics. Isn't too big a step, maybe? Yeah, I okay. don't
1: know. But you, you painted the right picture. The, the guy's a real deal. Uh, again, the. the, the um, leap that we need to be very careful of, tread very carefully, is he's taking his academia, his, his, his knowledge and amazing knowledge and going, and now I'm going to apply this to, I know all about politics, and now I'm going to bring aliens into the conversation. So it's just, that part is... This, this might have been a thought experiment.
0: This might have been, oh, well you know all about, like, oh dude, you know all about international politics Now how they all work, like you were know a anyway. How would like, America react to aliens, London? I would and then he could probably play it out, and that's like start to spend well, I bit.
1: watched a two-hour video of him at MUFON in in, in, in Melbourne. Um, so he's taking it seriously yeah. because he's he's going to UFON, MUFON conversations and, and things and, and having massively open open discussions about the exo politics. So he's very right. well. He's very. He but speaks very well. Just, just
0: well. he's taking it seriously. He, again not saying like he's the real deal in terms of Jackie but. This could have been he got so far as a crit, he could have had a mental breakdown. Come out going, go, Oh, aliens are real, aliens everywhere, this is what's happening, but that and then because <laughs> he believes in it, he's delivering those speeches with clarity and, and oh. distinction at Mufon, because he genuinely <laughs> believed he might have fucking
1: snapped mentally. Or he could have done a lot of DMT with Joe Rogan. It could have Yeah, you know, know there's many reasons why yeah. he's sort kind of gone from international
0: politics to politics. so there's a it is there's a joke then. there's many reasons for it.
1: I just wanted to say, the, the cynicism, the cynic in me is, that's about to overflow, is um, many people bring up salacious discussion and really big topical discussion to go, this is how I make a pop culture name for myself and I can yeah. make money from a pop culture reference. Now, I do not know for certain if it made any money off, off the authorship of doing anything to do with, with exopolitics politics uh, about aliens and so on.
0: I don't know that for certain. He, I've got no idea, but. He's got about like seven number one Amazon bestsellers.
1: But what I would say is, for the only reason we know about him, is because we're looking at a conspiracy that he's involved in. Who, that he who, created. Yeah, who would know who he is? How many books would he sell? How many tours would he do if he had not said, let's bring ET into the equation? Well, to be fair, the first
0: thing, when I mean, you type in like, everywhere star, Google, just saying Stargate, all right? and everything is Daily Express, Daily Star. yeah! Oh, right? <laughs> red top. Right, all fucking red top. And all of them are, Salim Hussein had a Stargate, according to Dr. Michael E. Salah, Dr. Michael E. And it's like, that's the first thing I saw, like twelve, fifteen. Right, the first twelve, fifteen hits on Google, were, Salim Hussein has a Stargate, says Dr. Michael E. Salah. <clears throat> I didn't know about his books or anything like yeah. that. It was on it. No, now i found out after research, this and going through different websites, and then it's, you find out that, oh yeah, he's got seven Amazon books
1: out and mm-hmm. so. I, d- I just wanted to temper the discussion that, you know, mm-hmm. we've, got, we've got to take what he's saying with maybe the, the spirit in which he was trying to say it in and, and maybe the reason why someone will say something so exciting is because actually, if I'm not making a lot of money, I can do what I do really, really well and I'd sign aliens to it, and now everyone's gonna start talking about it because it's gonna hit the news big time.
0: Yeah, and it, and it did. I mean, but again, you start, I don't want to say why he's saying it. You know, I don't want to go, well, he, yeah. this is his academic record. Yeah. You must believe it. But like, he might have done, he might have had the academic record. Do you know, I spent years doing this, and i made a fuck all. In 12 months, I'm gonna be a millionaire. If I say it's aliens. Or he might have had a mental breakdown and just gone, it's fucking aliens. It's always been aliens. I'll just say,
1: I'm nearly 14, a few weeks. I've become a real cynical bastard <laughs> <laughs> in the last decade, mainly. Um, and so when I when I read about Michael, I, I just put my thought there. When I read about him, the first thing I thought after reading about his academia was, where did aliens come into the equation, and why did he start talking about aliens? Because I don't know what his interaction or his background. T- I couldn't find anything to do with his background to do with anything to do with aliens outside of making a paper about them.
0: Do you know what I personally think it is? <clears throat> I personally think he's been reading um, Graham Hancock, um, Eric Von Daniken. Oh, *Chariot of the Gods*. And of the Gods* yeah. and stuff like that. And that's then, a brilliant book. It's a brilliant book, but that's, that's led him to go onto uh, Henry and Sitchin, um, and it's just kind of gone. Actually, I can see why. Oh, well, I know how American Black Ops work, or you know clandestine yeah. like operations, work. I could see, I could see this be true. And then he's kind of pieced up together himself. And whether he believes it or not, he's wrote a fucking good story. It sounds and, like but, it, does it? but he didn't. I've actually got. I'm gonna put in because the, the majority of my notes come from that paper. Um, Exopolitical perspective on the preemptive war against Iraq. And add the link to the full paper. It's is this third paper? This isn't it. It's second one. Second one. Is it? Um. So I'll put that. That'll be in the description. The link will be in the description, so you can read that as well. But that doesn't read as someone trying to sell a book. That that reads as a, it doesn't even read as a scientific paper, it reads as a a memo, I mean, it's it's referenced and cited like a scientific paper. It's set out like one, but it reads more of a a memo, like a warning briefing. Kind of like this would go across the front of the British Prime Minister's desk, or it's going across the, well, it's Australian, so maybe the Australian Prime Minister's desk. Has gone like, oh shit! Like right, this, this is what you need to know about the war, and this is what you need to know about the, because it was written before we went to war. Was it? Or I think that mean just before or just after. I think. But I'm sure he referenced. Um. The,
2: no, it no, no, it was after the war. It was after the war he wrote. Saddam hadn't died at this point. No, no,
0: right? he
1: hadn't died. At this point, still so the war yeah. was still going <clears> on. Yeah. Um. But I, I just wanted to, be, before people start jumping to conclusions, I just wanted to say my thought about him is, is that it's known in specific sections people might have it might be really well known mm-hmm. the populace didn't know who he was mm-hmm. many people didn't throw aliens in there it's really really tantalizing discussion Then like yeah. the mainstream media goes well this guy says this but and then people recognize but him would you not be committing career
0: suicide like you know it, it was not it given financial you know significant financial grounds to that's not his start the east to conflict. conflicts I'm mean, just really got paid fucking well for a high-level Conflict talks of to me So
1: what what happens then is and I know this is a complete conjecture, but what happens if you got a grant? The last grant you got was ten years ago, right? You, you, did, you had one, you've you not had one for ten years, as an example, and right. then you're going, well, I'm I've written as much as I can within my academia. I'm at the top tip of the spear. I'm not really getting a lot of work. in what's the thing that can generate work would be to say something, just just trick aliens in there, and everyone goes, well, I want to. Let, let's let's go first let's go back and look at the history of his wait, books this, this could be
0: wait, there's no doubt this this is a very intelligent man
1: 100 uh, right and i'm not denying his 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 intellect and his and his doctrines and on mm-hmm. they are absolutely true um, but i'm just wondering if
0: again type one number a scenario of his purpose for doing this and why you do it because it is pretty much career suicide doing this, but it opened new doors though. Is he watching an episode of Ancient Aliens Like, just got pissed one night and watched like four or five episodes? <laughs> We've all done it. But you just get wankered and you watch five episodes back to back of And Ancient you're like, aliens. this shit's real. And you're like, they've got a fucking point. <laughs> and you sober up in the morning and you go, another fucking door.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I said, is it possible? And then he goes, Ancient Aliens, think yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's every, that 10 times a the video. They never make a claim, <laughs> they just
0: ask a question. Yeah,
1: All right, um, but,
0: is it? Guess voice watched it and gone? This is fucking wank. You want to do ancient aliens right? This is how you fucking do it right, okay? This is how you do it and like bang, crazy claim something the same as a stargate. What the fuck? On am every paper now. now he's got the world's attention. Everyone's looking at and he's going. Actually, when you line up this, 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 which perhaps all go through, it's like that's a pretty solid theory.
1: Well, let's be also. Let's also say. He released this after the Iraq war and before Saddam Hussein got, got killed. Yeah. So he's, he, he's released he's it. Right in the middle of it. Where Saddam's all over the news. He's all over. We, we're back to bomber, We're bombing Iraq. We need to get Saddam Hussein. It's not been found yet. Mm-hmm. His paper's come out. And he's gone, by the way, whilst he's said to Saddam, he's also got a Stargate. It's like, what the fuck? Oh God, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> he, he got a, it, it's a very well-timed delivery.
0: It is, and we can't say for sure what his motives without him Personally.
1: I'm saying that I'm guessing that's when the paper were, something. I don't know, but it sounds yes. like it was around that time.
0: It does sound about like that time. Um, cause, no, actually, some parts of the paper says former president was saying
1: he was still ousted though.
0: After was still ousted, but yeah. I, I think before probably got home. Yeah. But anyway, um,
1: so another, another, I know I thought it was just I just wanted to lay my marker down very early about my thoughts on Michael Suller before we start talking about what he said.
0: Yeah, and I, I just wanted to point out like, I don't know his motivation for doing it, but I just wanted to point out that. Out of all the theories we've had, where it's crazy people making shit up or saying stuff or making it for money or whatever, yeah. th- this guy probably has the most solid background of anyone we started a theory on yet. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I'd just want to give him a little bit of credibility where it's due. I I, I don't deny. You know, him. it's talking national politics, this guy's probably fucking sounds like he's one of the best in the world at it mm. at the time. So yeah, just want to give his credit. He would you probably go and like, this guy's a fucking crazy? He's got some legitimacy.
1: I'm not suggesting he's a crazy, I'm suggesting he may have different reasons for saying the
0: things he's saying. Yeah, no, I'm saying people at home, going, oh, this guy's a crazy. Actually,
1: let's just lay out who this guy
0: is. (laughs) Good Um, point, good point. So, in his paper, he cites claims by the historian Zachariah Sitchin uh, that the Nephilim, a group of some 200 aliens who rebelled against their superiors to Hallowin and interacted with, perhaps even created, early civilization on Earth.
1: We need to take a step back at what Sumerians did first, <laughs> don't we? So, okay, the ancient Sumerians, like, well, the, the ancient Sumerians wrote about the Anunnaki.
0: Right, well, my next bit here, I'm not going to do that exactly right. So, these claims centre around the idea that Nibiru has a highly eccentric orbit that sometimes brings it close to Earth, in an orbit somewhere between Mars and Jupiter, but most often leaves it lost in the blackness of the outer solar system. The Nidoribu Hypothesis is partially supported by the work of astronomers Chad Chidrulo and Scott Shepard, who in 2014 demonstrate the possibility of a larger planetary body lurking on the outer reach of the solar system.
1: But right, we're have got we going off at of two different times. I, I need okay. to get a pen.
0: Right, no, I'm, well, I'm, it gets to this bit. It's, okay. Right? So, that hypothesis doesn't, though, allow for the super earth sized planet running into the asteroid belt.
1: You'd see it now. gravitationally you'd see right. it. Right,
0: so he... I think. His, his basis starts with the Nephilim and the Heloim and... And that these astronomers have proved there's a possibility should, there could be a tenth planet out there. If there is a tenth planet out there it's not as big as Narubu's supposed to be, allegedly is. Right? Okay. Um, so their theory hypothesis doesn't allow for the super sized planet. Salaries show that these two groups of aliens who he collectively calls the Anunnaki, so the Nephilim and the Elohim are collectively the Anunnaki, period that can visit humanity in a 3,600 year cycle that coincides with its nearest approaches to Earth it was, one, it was on one of these missions in 1991 he says that an Anunnaki saucer was accidentally shot down by a US Air Force F-16 during the first Gulf War. Do hmm? you want to carry on?
1: You, you've yeah. left me with about 500 <laughs> parts of my brain and I'm not going to interrupt but it's I've got missions,
0: questions. <laughs> missions he theorises was to activate a stargate hidden in Iraq, possibly beneath the dark cigarette of Enzu, which once was the lead of the notorious Sumerian sorcerer Gimli Ishibi. If this stargate could have been switched on, Salah wrote, it would give to Saddam a conduit to Nibiru and to the advanced extraterrestrial weaponry wielded by the Anunnaki, and it was the threat of this stargate, according to Salah, that led to the US and UK drafting the Dodgy Dossier as a cover for an interplanetary war. So that's pretty much the theory. In the video. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. There's a lot to back in there. Shall we go back to go back a bit?
1: Yeah, because I'm, I'm having one thought of being rewritten over with another one. That's why I wanted to get a pen. Right. My so, um, out of my brain so
0: he that historian Zachary Sitchin, uh, it cites the claims by historian Zachariah Sitchin that the Nephilim, a group of some 200, aliens, excuse me, who rebelled against their superiors at the Halloween and interacted with perhaps even created the early civilization on Earth. So the Nephilim, two hundred aliens a group of two hundred aliens that lived on Earth, rebelled against their superiors the halloween which I'm gonna get into later about those two different salvate on. Uh, but the Nephilim rebelled against their superiors, interacted with humans, and possibly created early civilization.
1: Well, it's a bit of a bit of a conflict there because the I'm pretty certain that the Sumerians stated that the Anunnaki came to Earth firstly mm-hmm. um, and then 450,000 years ago, specifically to mine gold yeah. um, and, and, and special metals. But the people who the, the aliens who were mining it was like, for fuck's sake, I'm tired. I don't want to do this shit anymore. Then the Anunnaki went, alright then. And then they looked at the, looked at the rather uh, humans that were on, on Earth at the time, uh, Neanderthalic, I suppose, and went, we, we, are we are,
0: began to we're at s- that point yeah. so
1: yeah but then when we are now the missing link we're going to create we create yeah, humans yeah. as a slave race so they. Create, that's how we got homo sapiens yeah. so they created the slave race so what are we, are we Are we suggesting here that once the Anunnaki created the slave race they became humans but after that the Nephilim which is in the bible are uh, the aliens went the stuff we've created well quite fancy a bit of that and then they came and mated with
2: yeah, careers. pretty much, that's,
0: that's what he means by interacting with. Because okay. there's a bit I've
1: got there, I think I've
0: got it later on, I don't think I took it out, where um, it says that this coincides with the Bible, because in the Bible you've got giants and, and stuff, and these are the, That's
1: Enoch, so There was the book of Enoch. Yeah, the book yeah. of Enoch,
0: where you've got these giants and stuff, and the giants are the offspring of Nephilim and humans. Um, and that's where we've got uh, these long lives of no one lived for 900 odd years and stuff. Don't you
1: think that it sounds really odd? We're going to create something, and then are going to fuck it.
0: It's just, Well, that's it again. That I'm gonna to get to later on. But the Nephilim and the Halloween, um, the way it's described as well, is the Nephilim is a group of two hundred aliens that are on Earth, and they've been assigned their tasks. And their tasks is, like you said, to to send the resources through um, Stargate. Okay. Back right? to Deep. Move. So the the Anunnaki elite were the only ones allowed to use the Stargate. Okay. Right. Um. Let me see if I can get to this bit. I'll oh yeah, because the, the, there,
2: there
1: was there was two. There was, there was the Stargate, and the the Sumerians talked about rockets, specifically with the Anunnaki, and that the main Anunnaki who came to Earth actually used rocket-propelled ships to exit the atmosphere. But the the hierarchies, so the kings, the leaders, the queens, and so on, used the Stargate to get from Nibiru onto the planet and travel into planetary. But only they'd be allowed to use that special that, that, that special tool.
0: Yeah. So. um mm-hmm. So basically, the Book of Enoch describes a rebel group of angels, the Nephilim, who numbered 200, who settled the earth and interbred with the human population before being recalled and punished by their superiors, the Helloween. Um, The Book of Enoch provides contextual detail for mysterious verses in the Book of Genesis, which describes a time when the sons of gods, the Nephilim, and Anahuacca, interbred with humanity and created a race of giants slash heroes that ruled over the rest of humanity. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterwards, when the sons of when the sons of God went to their daughters went to the daughters of men and had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. Supporters of Sitchin thesis said this part of the biblical evidence that an advanced E.T. race did in fact exist on Earth and had a long interaction with humanity and even played a role in the creation of the human race. Right? Sitchin focuses on rocket spacecraft in his description of the Anunnaki yeah, and their various trips to and from Earth. For example, describing the transportation used by the Anunnaki in moving between their Earth and space-based locations, Sitchin wrote, the text reveal that 300 of them, um, the Anunnaki of Heaven, or Igig, which is sometimes classed as the Helloween.
2: Right. And just like
0: the Helloween and the Anunnaki elite, they were allowed to go through the Stargate. The Nephilim were the overseers, if you like. No, these are so, creatures, aren't they? No, no, but what meant to be, so you've got the, we've, the Mestriable Homo Erectus turn into the Homo Sapien and create the slave race the Nephilim are the overseers of the, the slave okay. race okay. so Homo Sapien goes out mines the gold brings it back to the Nephilim that's what Sitchin said yeah right yeah. the Nephilim take it to the helloween yeah and they go through the stargate with okay. it and take the gold back home makes perfect right? sense yeah. the Igig the god are up in space there's 300 of them in space and they never touch the earth Do they just fly ships they're 300 uh, Nephilim, um, well, Anunnaki, yeah. but known as the Yigig, um They were true astronauts who stayed aboard the spacecraft without actually landing on Earth. orbiting Earth, these spacecraft launched and received the shuttlecraft to and from Earth. So you've got, you've kind of got a hierarchy of the Anunnaki. So you've got the yeah, yeah. the elite in the Halloween who go through the Stargate. They come through the Stargate, pick up the gold, go back. Yeah. You've got the Nephilim whose job is just to run this slave race. And you've got, and they've got to go, also it's not the really slave race, they've got to go up in, the, in shuttles up to the space ships to meet with the geek to get their instructions to come back down. Yes. The Nephilim kind of went, we've got a short fucking deal out of all three here. Fuck you, fuck you, and I'm going to go fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to like it. <laughs> I might be three times bigger, but she's mine. Um, so they conclude that there were two forms of transportation used by Anunnaki. One was a form of rocket technology familiar to us, which was used by the resident Anunnaki on Earth, not the Nephilim, whose distinction described as the rank and file Anunnaki, who administered the Earth and humanity according to the dictates of their space-based compatriots. Another transport technology was the Stargate, which presumably was used only by the highest class of Anunnaki, who dispensed the task of harvesting the Earth's resources.
1: Now, can I ask, is this specifically stated in the Curie form, or, is this someone's interpretation going, I, I'm just going to add this layer to the story? This is what
0: Sitchin says the cuneiform tablets say. Okay. He says this is a direct translation of the tablets, this is okay. not like I have translated this and in the black so you say this is what the tablets say. Okay. Now, mainstream archaeologists go, no it fucking doesn't, but again, he, he says they can't read it right, they say you can't read it right. I can't read it at all, so I don't know who to believe. But I can look at the pictures at the back <laughs> and goes, that looks pretty interesting. You know, I can walk into the Pyramid in Giza and go, I don't know what any of this means, but that's a fucking helicopter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Future episode. <laughs> You'd never be chucked up with my beer then. <laughs> that's a fucking helicopter, is that? Um, I start with a nuclear bomb there, and there's also the... The up the yeah. out oh, not the up the yeah. light bulb one in there, yeah. Um, right so
0: yeah let's just stop there for a minute and break that down so this is where I start going there might be someone to this in not just going oh yeah aliens are on earth they came got got gold and the fucked our women Right?
1: this is you're explaining an entire hierarchy that actually makes sense I didn't believe that Sitchin ever once mentioned a Stargate mm. Um, it, no, Sitchin mentions, um, so he says in his
0: paper, uh, in Salah's paper, he says another transport technology was the Stargate which presumably was used, he doesn't say Sitchin says it.
2: So,
0: so Sitchin says there were the Nephilim on, her, on Earth, there were the yeah, were,
1: yeah.
0: in space who never came down to Earth, they were trash astronauts yeah, yeah. and um, the hierarchy of the Anunnaki, in the way of the supreme god Marduk, dispensed tasks his subordinate Anu, chief of the Anunnaki. Assigned to Anu, to heed his instructions, three hundred in the heavens he stationed as a guard, the ways of the earth, to define from the heaven, and on earth, six hundred he made beside, and, whole, and after he all, to their instructions had ordered, to the Anunnaki of heaven, and
1: of earth he allotted their assignments. So, I'm asking where the link comes from, so you've got... Salas putting the Stargate in there. That's what I mean, so sitchin has, so let's just say the cuneiform is correct, let's just, let's just say for now, what the the, the uh, Sumerians interpretation of what they saw, so the Sumerians
0: would be the slave race at this point,
1: yeah. yeah, so so they've wrote all these cuneiform tablets down, they're in the British Museum, I think 12,000 of them or something, yeah, yeah. Um, they've wrote down what they interpret to be happening at the time, whether that's exactly what they saw, mm-hmm. or, or some form of, Interpretation of what they think they're seeing because they can't explain it. Um, Sitchin comes out and goes, Well, I know what they're trying to say, and they specifically said this is hierarchical evidence, a hierarchy, hierarchy of aliens who got rocket propelled ships, who have got hierarchy in space, and they've made us for this per- this specific purpose. If you put all that together and go, Let's just say that's true, the all that's true, um, it's a, there's a bit of a leap here going, Oh, sad I've had a Stargate. because there's nowhere, nowhere in any of those interpretations it even mentions once
0: a Stargate. Uh, my note's completely out of market but there is one bit where it mentions a Stargate. You know oh, like. okay. Um, so, the Anarchy operated outpost both on Earth and in space to maintain their control over the planet. Given the strict hierarchy of authority described by Sitchin in his detailed analysis of the Anarchy and their interactions with one another and humanity, It is likely that the Stargate would have been revered and a subject of awe by the resident Anunnaki and humanity who could only observe its operation but were not allowed to use it themselves. As such, there would have been only a limited number of Stargates around the planet, with the Sumerian Stargate (coughs) being located in the most important of the ancient Sumerian cities, the most likely being the ancient capital of Uruk, home of the ancient kings, which is located in southern Iraq, right? i just try to find. I'm going to jump forward to a bit that I, I thought
1: it was William Henry who brought forward the idea of stargate because he talked about. He looked at pictures specifically mm-hmm. and saw um, the moon god above. Um, looked like they'd been carried by two poles and this and this circular. What he thought was a stargate. I've got something about
0: circular. I'm trying to find. Are you talking? I'm trying to find about circular. Yeah, en- I'm, en- I'm pretty
1: sure that William Henry was the first one. He said my thesis is actually what's not in any of these cuneiform tablets is what we can see in pictures and depictions and one of the depictions looks like a stargate um, and he's gone if you take Sitchin's findings from the cuneiform tablets and what I can see um, and put it all together they've also got this stargate but it was never actually mentioned as part of any written word or interpretation no I think I, I
0: might get confused because I've got Sitchin's, uh, Salah's notes talk about I don't have Sitchin's notes. Okay. I've got solid talking about sitching. Okay. Um and I've got I've got the bit somewhere where he talks about there's a there's an i engraving with um, I'm sure
1: I've got something some two Henry. circles with balls on it or something. Yeah yeah I'm sure I've got something with William Henry in my notes here somewhere. Um I've got so many notes and so much stuff in my mm. brain that I'm bloody forgetting where I am.
0: Um Well I thought I'd put it out of the timeline but we've jumped down to like the back end of my notes and I've still got a lot of the top to go through yet. Um but yeah, you talk about William Henry for a bit then because I don't know much
1: about him well he definitely talks about planet x um but he's also he also goes quite religious um and that the return of this planet centers in the recovery of technology once housed at solomon's temple that is used as a gateway linking earth to far off regions of space where the idea of, the, of mm-hmm. this um this target comes from and he says uh the stakes are high the planet is at the center of a biblical prophecy known as the day of the lord the man in a catbird seat catbird seat of this Malou is Saddam Hussein, the mass murdering Iraqi dictator with a Cheshire Cat smile. Sitchin, one of the few experts on that's Planet that, X. That's a Cheshire Cat smile,
0: that's a brilliant insult.
1: I don't ever recollect seeing Saddam Hussein on Ease though, which is what I, what <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I look at the Cheshire Cat with fucking LSD mm. colors going on. But um, Sitchin, one of the few experts on Planet X indicates that according to prophecy, the last time Planet X was visible, was the 6th century BC. The day of the Lord, i.e. the return of Planet X, occurred 550 BC. When prophecies said that Planet X was visible, Uh, 550 BC is an extraordinary date. In 576 BC, the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar looted and leveled the Temple of Solomon in Jerusalem, took three temple wise men hostage, um, and stated that the priests opened a gateway to heaven. Mm now the discussion that he's the discussion of the gateway to heaven is it was called a fiery furnace, but he then interprets interprets that they opened this gateway as being actually they weren't expect didn't understand what they were seeing and it's actually like you see in the movie Star Gate. Like
0: the event the event horizon. And
1: walking through, yeah. uh, and that's why they could come back. They didn't, you know, they, they went into hell and came back un, unburned, yep. and they came back through. So he's saying if you take into consideration some of the biblical text, and you look at what you can see on the, on the, on the walls of the and statues and stuff of what the Anunnaki were like, and you take into consideration what all the Bible stuff is saying around the time, put it all together, and we are talking about a star what was this is
0: kind of like um, Eastern religions, like Hindus and stuff like that, Hinduism saying, um, the, I can't remember what, what name they call, the, is it not the Dijin? But um, they say that like they they drove across the sky in chariots.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, they're not
0: talking chariots as in, what they're hooked to the horses. They're talking craft, but they had no, they didn't have a word for aeroplane or spacecraft. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's you go going and you and you transport oh, like a chariot. Yeah, it's a chariot. It, yeah,
1: yeah, there's yeah, no exactly context there to put it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You can only explain what. You see the, the one, one the interesting thing though is he um, says because they were talking about the Nebuchadnezzar. And he's linked Saddam Hussein to the Nebuchadnezzar, which links Saddam Hussein to a stargate. Because he said, um, Saddam Hussein has connected himself with the Nebuchadnezzar because he spent over $500 million in the 1980s on the reconstruction and re-establishment of the ancient Babylon, the capital of the Nebuchadnezzar. And over 60 million bricks have been made to place in the walls of the Babylon, each engraved with the inscription, to King Nebuchadnezzar in the reign of Saddam Hussein. So... (coughs) He so Sam is saying links himself to Nebuchadnezzar, saying I'm doing this for you. And um, William Henry says that Nebuchadnezzar is linked to a stargate. So he creates this leap of what the stargate comes from. Yeah.
0: So it's the kind of thing where, um, and <clears throat> it's pretty much a well-known fact that um, all throughout Saddam's reign, he wanted, he he had like a burning desire, almost like fucking obsession, to become. He wanted to be remembered. Now, I don't know, you could speculate that he went to find the Stargate and go through and meet them, and he believed in all this, and went to go meet the aliens, and he went to bring them back, and he'd have some sea of power over the world, and their right and yeah. side maybe. The um, but generally accepted, like, among his time as, as ruler of Iraq, that he was obsessed with restoring Mesopotamia to its glory. That's what he saw his role as leader being, like yeah, not like you know, we we know of him from outside <coughs> from UK as being this terrible dictator and this, this tyrant. Who gets the Kurds and so yeah. on. But when you look at writings from inside Iraq, they speak to them. they speak about this it's like it's trying to restore Mesopotamia, trying to restore our glory, like restoring Babylon and it, it, it's <coughs> quite a, you don't know what the propaganda is, because we're only getting the UK version oh, of events. Not. But there's solid evidence is that he's restoring Babylon. Is, is, that, is he restoring that for the good of his people? Or is he restoring that for his own ego? So it, I don't know, but...
1: I, I personally think that, not even he is silly enough to think that... We, we take, take everything that, that we've said so far as true. That Planet Nibiru is either a planet or it's actually a huge spaceship that you can't really understand. Yeah. Um, that causes gravitational issues between Pluto and Neptune. Um, so it comes on this elliptical orbit, which is meant to be a planet, but we would mm-hmm. have seen by now, probably. Yeah. So it could potentially be this big spacecraft. As yeah. of has said, they say it's a planet because it's so big, but like the Death Star, it, well, again, it could be a craft.
0: But it's that. Was it called a planet because that's the only exactly. reference in language they have? So, so. there's
1: massive fiery ball in the sky. Like, that's a planet. You know, that's that's their reference. Yeah, it's another
0: sun. It's a planet. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's it's a fucking giant spaceship. Is that a moon? That's not a moon. That's yeah, exactly. That's not a moon.
1: That's the Anunnaki. Yes. <laughs> so we take that as let's just say that the just just with my argument here that the planet Nibiru is real, um, and. A stargate. he's found this stargate and what he's trying to do now is he's trying to put the stargate back together put together this Er as being this <laughs> yeah. ir, you are ir, ir, I don't know how yeah. you pronounce it but um, and he's trying to put that back to its former glory to allow the the kings and aliens of all to come back to earth to reclaim what's theirs because that's, that's what prophesized yeah I do not think for one second Saddam Hussein's thinking when they come to the door they're gonna bow to my feet He's gonna be thinking, I've got to play this, I've got a seat
0: at their table if I make things. Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm I'm, I'm the one that brought them back. The, the thousand years are overdue. I'm the one that dug this up, I'm the one that made this possible, I'm the one that brought them back, I'm gonna be sat I might I might be three seats to the left of the king, but I'm at the king's table. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be, be rewarded for this. Yeah, like I'm not gonna those slave cuts yeah. like you, lot. I'm I'm gonna be rewarded for this. And I think that I can see sense with. And and you know, there's this like I say they can argue, was he a dictator, wanted his it? propaganda, which I would get it from. And I'm not arguing the atrocities that he caused in because I honestly don't know too much about them. But he definitely did eat babies, like I said he did. No, no. <laughs> but, he's laid how many fucking bricks in building Babylon? Two or three. Two or <laughs>
1: three. I think it's a 50 million. You mean he spent 500 million? 500 million, 60 million bricks. 60 million bricks. There's a lot of fucking physical evidence there. That if
0: that had been. Jeff Bezos doing it. Or Bill Gates, that being the biggest act of philanthropy that humankind's ever seen.
1: There's no doubt that Saddam Hussein had he had a belief that he could reunite the Middle East into, into Islam. Yeah. Uh, whether it was Shi'a or Sunni, I think he was Shia, wasn't he? But um
0: I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I
1: think he was, but he he had the idea that he could re, he could bring back the Middle East under Islam and he could he could bring back the glory days of, of, of the birth of, of mm-hmm. Islam.
0: we wanted to bring back Mesopotamia, didn't he, essentially?
1: Exactly um, and yeah, the gardens of Eden and things. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to bring it all back back to yeah. life because he he again, let's not forget Iraq used to be three uh, thousand three thousand eight hundred BC, it used to be extremely
0: fertile. <laughs> <It was> extremely <laughs> fertile, centre civilization. Absolutely. It was massive Like when you think of Iraq you think like deserts and barren. It used to be fucking lush green and fertile and And it was definitely
1: centre it moved a little bit, did Baghdad. I'm sure it used to be near a coast and it's, it got brought in coast, but um, it, it used to be the centre of everything that happened in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So it was it was really, really important place to pilgrimage, a really important place for our trade. So if anything was ever going to happen in the Middle East, it was going to be there. So if these Sumerians did what they say they were going to do, they were going to go where it's the most important place and they're going to go exactly where the city's going to go. And let's not forget that even scholars are struggling to see where the, where the Sumerians came from. They disappeared overnight. And yeah. had the ability to talk about, which I find which really intriguing, because I don't have an explanation, but the, the ability to talk about star systems that they had no way of recognizing and being able to see. Orbits yeah. and stuff that they had no earthly way of knowing without a telescope, they didn't have telescopes. And they were given very specific, or they wrote about very specific um, astrological um, things that they could see. So they couldn't see yeah,
0: I mean, I've just found it. According to Sitchin's translation, according to Sitchin's translations, the Sumerians had detailed knowledge of all the planets in the solar system, understood the precession of the equinoxes, and also had an understanding of complex medical procedures. They revealed in their tablets that all their knowledge came from a race of extraterrestrial visitors known as the Anunnaki. Those who, those who from heaven to earth came, who were not only teachers for the Sumerians also played a role in the creation of the human race, the origin of this E.T. race was a planet called Nibiru that had long, yeah, blah, 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 that. So, yeah, saying it says in the title that the Sumerians have wrote down, we, we knew all this because they taught us it. And, you know, there's no way at that time of knowing,
1: I mean, like, when was Pluto discovered 1640, I don't know. I but they knew about it. yeah. yeah.
0: You know, no, um, they, they couldn't
1: see that it far it's not something
0: no. you can observe from Earth I don't think you can ever see I don't know, you can occasionally see Ma, Venus and Mars so from the naked eye with
1: your naked eye you can see Mars, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn um, and in the right I think you can see Neptune on the right in the right time of year but you certainly yeah. can't see further
0: than that but night, it's, it? it's, a star. Yeah. it's a star they didn't have telescopes oh, 100%, yeah. not powerful like but we have now we think oh, like, that telescope you get for 100 quid is not that powerful because we've got these big fucking observatories but that telescope for 100 quid is, is
1: fucking miles ahead of
0: what Sumerians would have had.
1: A 30 quid telescope you can see the moon's to
2: sun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know the Sumerians didn't have that so to know about not only about the planets but the ellipses that they, that they travel on is, is mental. And um, I agree. The, th- the I mean, archaeologists can't explain how they knew this. They can't explain how they knew it and where they came from. Just seem like just like, you know, there's there's homo erectus and oh yeah, desenarians. They can write, they've got irrigation, they've got knowledge of the planets. Just because. Fuck man. Two days ago you were fucking eating bugs off a log. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're, telling, you're reading the tarot and telling me you're, you're reading the tarot and you have building a fucking giant ziggurat out. Oh, what the fuck's going on
2: here? They, what are, the fuck were in those mushrooms you found in bugs? I don't know, I think I slept. Um, <laughs> I think there's. I think there's. Um, before we go any further, I think there's got to be. There's
1: got to be a discussion at some point. Maybe even we we'll do a show about it where we have forgotten our history. There's a point of where you either think aliens did everything, or the humankind had a way of doing things back then that we've forgotten how to do. Something's happened. You're, to you're going
0: to Graham go Hancock, Gobekli uh, Tepe, is it? But this uh, uh, it was like yeah. we are not the first this is not the first time humans have been a civilization on earth the we had one before and it's somewhat happened and well, we forgot about it and we've built ourselves back uh, up uh,
1: but, uh, yeah so I just wanted to say just because we've got the Sumerian discussion going on and the Anunnaki discussion going on it doesn't necessarily mean it's still aliens um, no no um, because civilizations do pop up. And just because we can't explain it doesn't mean it didn't happen. So that was that was the first. A bit point. of a digression. That, sorry, that was the said. first point
2: of my opener. Remember when I gave that opening statement. We went back to the first point. No, she didn't have a pen.
1: I think, this, <laughs> I think the story is probably the biggest part of the whole thing, though, because this whole it is. This, this whole Stargate theory all hinges on whether or not you believe the Sumerians. Were uh, had overseen gods of the Anunnaki who could travel this? Salah says that uh, in
0: 1991, he says that an Anunnaki saucer was accidentally <coughs> shot down by a U.S. Air Force F-16 during the first Gulf War. Right. I'm okay. not okay. been able to find any evidence of this other than Salah's claim. Okay. Right. He says the Anunnaki saucer's mission, he theorizes, was to activate a Stargate hidden in Iraq, possibly beneath the dark of Benzu. Which was once there, the notorious Sumerian saucy Gim- Gimel Ishibe. What's uh, that? Uh, it says it was possibly beneath the dark ziggurat of Enzu. Gimel Ishibe, alright. Oh, which, uh, Gimel Ishibe, I think it is. Do you know that? It looks like, Gimli, it looks like uh, Gimli. I thought we was Gimli, I keep yeah. reading it as Gimli, it's not, it's Gimel. Um, Little man with an axe. If this Stargate could have been switched on, Salah wrote, it would give to Saddam a conduit to Nibiru. And to the advanced extraterrestrial weaponry wielded by Anunnaki, and was a threat to this Stargate, Coin According to Salah, that led to the U.S. and U.K. dropping the Dodger dossier as a cover for in the interplanetary war. I know we've just been talking about the Sumerians, and then we're now back to modern history, shall we say? This is about what 17 years ago, 18 years ago. Okay. Um, so this is why. Down so basically, what is what I think the way I interpret this here and I think this is the way I do Salah is saying it, is that <coughs> in the first book, Gulf Boy in 1991, America dominating, and, and um, but I always thought with the 2003 version, it was just George W. were going to finish off what his daddy didn't, because George Bush Sr. pretty much, <coughs> fucked over Iraq but never got to capture Saddam did he and Saddam stayed in power after the Gulf War.
1: But the interesting thing about the first Gulf War and second Gulf War is in, in the first Gulf War America couldn't even get into Iraq. No. They couldn't get ground troops into Iraq. No no they dominated the airspace but they, they, but they couldn't but get in. But they, they very much protected their airspace very very well and then 2004, 2003 sorry. This 3. Without, without any problems it, it's really the both of them are so different. Um, I, I always thought when it was happening, I thought
0: it was just a case of, oh, he's fucking in daddy's shadow. Um, daddy, uh, oh yeah, you went to Iraq, you can get out. I got him. I got Iraq. I'm, I'm sh- better than you. I'm
1: pretty sure that he said uh, on one interview that they tried to kill my dad. Oh, I'm gonna fucking get you back. Pretty much is what he said. Pretty he said, much that, you know?
0: alright. Fair enough. But what I think this says here is that the golf ball was going on for whatever reason it was going on for. <coughs> An F 16 accidentally shoots down an Anunnaki saucer, and the Americans are suddenly like, What the fuck is this? What the fuck is going on? Um, Takes them, what, 12 years to piece it together and figure out what's happening, reverse engineer that craft, which, you know, now they go back 12 years later. Oh, look, they've got the F 117A uh, stealth bomber you know they've got the nighthawk <laughs> you know they've got the nighthawk where the fuck you get that from remember that ship we shot down in 91 We fucking reverse engineered it we've got something now right so i'm reading this as they accidentally shot down a ship and went what the fuck have you got what the fuck is going on here pull back stop the fucking war pull back let's figure out what the fuck this is right we need to stop this cunt now we need to build something that we can get in there and stop him okay and that's how it became like um
1: but we can see the leaps that are happening here though right yeah you can see
0: the leaps but they're not big this that's the great thing about this series it's not a case of well, like right. this is big leaps because it's time no, i think
1: i think this is a little leap like not at all okay it's a narrative that's, that's yeah that's a fair narrative that's that's not yeah it's a fair narrative but it's a fucking leap of a narrative firstly i've never even heard of Think about well, i investigate a lot of shit i've never once heard of Remember, I wrote a fucking paper about Saddam Hussein before people knew who he was. Yeah,
0: yeah, you did, to be <coughs> fair, you did do that. But,
1: erm, yeah. um, there was, um no evidence whatsoever of a place shooting down a fucking spacecraft of any kind in the 90- I've never read a single report, I've never seen the fucking internet. I've, I've, I've,
0: I've searched and searched for this, the only place I can find it is Salah yeah. claiming so, that this happened. So, so to me, you've got to
1: dismiss that, to so be fair. It creates this, this scenario of, mm-hmm. well, we have to leap from, um, Saddam's doing what everyone wants to do. They're shot down this spacecraft, which we can't, we don't know anything about. Um, most spacecraft have been, been shot down. I've got some some imperial evidence somewhere, even if it's an eyewitness testimony or something, even if mm-hmm. you can dismiss it. So we we shut down this mystery craft, America recover it, and then go, Oh, yeah, by the way, we're gonna go back in Iraq and because we found this, this craft. when I think it's a leap that's a massive leap of faith without any evidence whatsoever to say we've we've found this craft. If you just said to me, this was Roswell in its place. We've shut down. So well, there's loads of discussions discussion
0: about out. it? But, but what I'm saying for me, what I'm saying here is that, all oh, right, I am saying is that alright i can not find evidence to shoot this craft down. But they go back ten years later with this fucking bounce bomber that's invisible to radar. And they've got the SR-71 Blackbird and the f We, we talked about
1: the tr 3 B last week. Yeah. So, as, as a technology that... The one of the quotes in there was It's technology that is so far advanced that you could think about it, we've already done it. It doesn't matter and it, this is the same time as when the TRF Yeah, I suppose, made, I suppose, yeah. So TLC may be a period.
0: Alright, I'm I'm just going on I think I'm thinking bit kinda of romantic. I'm, I'm trying
1: to bring it back down to the No, yeah, I'm
0: trying to, to romanticise <laughs> this a little bit going, They got a craft, they took it back, remember? <laughs> and then they went back ten years later with these two new fucking planes and they couldn't get in the first time. Then they just rolled over it the next time. So different. what were different, these two fucking players that reverse engineered out of that shit they got the
1: first time. But we talked about before this even happened, yeah. in that ninety-one that TR-3 we was flying around Belgium, and we both went In back. 91. Yeah. <laughs> but fucking yeah, fuck point. yeah, Um so yeah. Hold on a second, what's going on? <laughs> My mind's getting blown. It's like we've, we've gone, fuck off, Craig. Yeah, this is the, this is the, uh, this, the, I don't get this very often when, where I go, you go, fuck off, Craig, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, you've got a point. No, no, you've got a point. You are. This has happened twice in about two years, so. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: no, I'll I'll give you credit when you have have, like some actual thought and logic.
2: (laughs) Which (laughs) does (laughs) not (laughs) happen (laughs) in (laughs) drinking beer.
0: So Salah goes on to say that the Bush administration recognized that it's saying was some very, very valuable and relevant information concerning the ancient history of the planet. Either technology or text basically confirming this, and he was going to release this to the general public. I think that was what that was a big part of the reason why the Bush administration went into Iraq to stop Hussein from revealing this information and to also get control of themselves so this
1: is going next to politics now isn't it yeah so this is the idea of <coughs> that the, the rest of the world for the last 60 or 50 years at this point
2: mm-hmm.
1: have tried their best to, to um, suppress evidence of ET
0: and, and we've seen <coughs> the last two or three years the US Navy uh, U.S. Air Force and U.S. Navy have admitted in the last two last
1: two years. They put out is it a million documents in two years? CIA released um, all their document database last week. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I did see that last week. to
0: look at that. But yeah, so they, we've gone like, oh, my government, oh, government cover up conspiracy two Nope. <laughs>
1: it's all there. You can go find it now. So it's a, there's a famous TikTok tac video, brilliant. The TikTok video is fucking mental. And you've got genuine Air Force pilots going, I haven't got a fucking clue what this is. And it moves so fast that it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, that could be terrestrial craft, but we, again, 50 years in advance to what the normal aircrafts would see. Because yeah. we're, we're looking at things to this land, I mean, or that's what an aircraft's supposed to do. This,
0: this is a thing as well that where, from the conspiracy field side, is this is, we've had uh, misinformation, we've had cover-ups, and we've been called crazy, and then everything we've been saying for the last 50 years has is, is now come true. And like the the government have been covering us up and preparing for when we're ready for disclosure. Like, this this seems to be like there's a, there's a growing trend online now that this is the prepping for disclosure. But in the next 10 20 years, we're gonna it's gonna be disclosed that UT exists, and we've been and government's been talking to Even them. Even the Catholic Church,
1: they put them green out, yeah,
0: the Catholic Church saying it our pre professional life doesn't negate. God's teachings
1: even though it did until he said that
0: yeah yeah <laughs> but so if you think back to 91 so we know in 91 we know for a fact governments were covering up and preventing disclosure from happening
1: yeah but we had the blackbird and we had doubt fighters and all sorts of things didn't yeah
0: it? and even like UFO sightings going oh, yeah, yeah. We, we don't even look at UFOs in 91 we're going we don't have a department that looks at we don't get the time of fucking day they're stupid they don't exist and then last week and last year they've gone Oh, here's our documents for well, the last 30 years we've been investigating UFOs. Look at the... F- <laughs> yeah. um, so, when he says the Bush administration has had some very, very valuable information from the History of Planet and he was, going, that he was going to release it to the public and then the Bush administration went to Iraq to stop him from revealing this information so they could get control of it themselves. This fits the disclosure narrative. It does. Um This is America going, no, no, we spent the last 50 years preparing the American and the world for um, disclosure. So where you get, you know, like, um, you get famous abduction stories where most abduction stories have greys in them. So since the 90s you get a lot of greys and sci-fi shows so that we get used to see, the idea is subliminally we get used to seeing them so when they come on screen they're not a big shock and it's an alien and like, oh fucking x files we're right, oh Stargate we're right, they're all like Guards. <laughs> yeah, 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 It's not a big shock. So and then, so America are going, no, 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 we spent the last 50 years prepping society for disclosure. You can't just come out and fucking do it, we're not there yet, we're not ready yet.
1: Or, or alternatively um, saying what they didn't want is Americans go, we are the big bad, we're the big super and they're going, Iraq are going, no, actually, <laughs> it's me! Yeah, hi, <laughs> I'm talking Williams. <to> <laughs> Fuck! This is Jeff. this is Jeff from Narubu! <laughs> I'm Jeff from Nibiru, and uh, I brought the spacecraft from you! No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they couldn't, America for, politically could not allow it. So well, that changes the seat of power in the world, doesn't it? Suddenly.
0: Immediately. You know, like, oh, we, America got nukes, Russia got more nukes, America got nukes, Russia got more no, nukes. The rat goes, I got an alien flotilla.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck.
2: <laughs> the
1: Anunnaki, they really like the fact they've put the cigarette back together.
0: You, you don't tell people the aliens exist, or we'll fucking nuke you. Yeah, um, Dave from the Rubus just turned all your fucking nukes off.
1: <laughs> Sorry, mate. What are you going to do, pal? <laughs> We've got a TR3B.
2: Uh, <laughs> Not anymore, you don't. Know.
1: <laughs> <Star's wrong. laughs> So, but um, <laughs> but you can completely understand that. It, so, I'm going to pretend for now this is real. And why would the Americans go? well I can't <coughs> have this
0: shit. We can't also dumb this to the public. Yes,
1: they can't, they can't. They can't. They can't have easy disclosure under any circumstances. They can't have a a power shift in at yeah. all to the Middle East under any circumstance whatsoever. Because of what would occur. And also, think of all the. Um, ongoing black projects and the ongoing military contracts and the civilization as we know it changing overnight in the west would be immense. Disclosing immediately like that would be well all these trillions we've been spending on fucking all these spacecraft. means bugger all if they're just fucking alien. Yeah. I, I want, want that. I don't, don't know want this. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> uh, we, we, we've got
0: this amazing craft that we reverse engineered from a crashed alien spaceship. Yeah yeah so I don't reverse that crashed alien you've got like but 66? 10% of it working and put those Yeah, yeah, we got. No, no, we got 15% working. 100% dickhead. And that, that's the Model 1 you've got, this is the Model 20. That's the 1947 Ford. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the Bugatti Veyron. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
1: scout ship we were <laughs> Big mother ship. So, you can imagine why the. If, if this was true, why the Americans. Not necessarily just the Americans, but, you know, Britain and the America gone, well. We can't have this shit. I'm going to go into that like I said not just the
0: Americans right because uh, Salah goes on to say um, that other powers are their own teams looking for the Stargate during the war. What the Germans executing? Right. So he said Saddam Hussein controls the ground in southern Iraq and he's permitting the German-led excavations in Uruk while the US-led coalition controls the sky in his the situation the bus administration wants control of Iraq territory to take control of the excavations of Iraq to uncover its buried stargate and closely monitor control it. In contrast, Hussein wants to find and activate the stargate for his greater glory and presumably the benefit of humanity.
1: And it's funny how, well it's not funny at all, but when the Iraq war was about to go on, wasn't it only in Europe, Germany and France, you said, well, have we got to agree with it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've got a wonderful quote that I'm trying to get down to here. Um, Is that from
1: Domino Rundfeld saying they're all Europe and they're not black anymore? Yeah. At all.
0: yeah. Um, so it was Germany and France. So basically, America and England were wanting to go to war, right? Um, and NATO's like, we're not giving you a mandate to go to war. Or the UN. Yeah. the UN wanted that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you need to have a mandate to go to war and we won't allow it. That's why we're here. And they went, fuck you, we're going anywhere, Which says, must be something important, right? Um, but Germany and France are the reason they didn't get the mandate, <clears throat> right? France backed Germany, and Germany had been given permission by Saddam Hussein to excavate the ziggurat in Iraq. You had to be doing it for
1: 12 years, was it 12 years? Yeah. Gap or something? So the thinking is,
0: Germany trying to talk about, like, if we stop the UN, we've got a veto, we can stop the UN. So they don't get a mandate, they can't go to war we get the Stargate and we're working with Saddam's yeah. control over it and then then where the power over America and America are going, we're not fucking falling for before, that they' kept, we're going to bomb it anywhere. We know what can in the Second we, We're coming <laughs> for that fucking, we're that Stargate. Um, so, Saddam Hussein was most likely aware of such a Stargate's existence and this might be inferred by his arch- architectural projects intent on reviving the grandeur of early Mesopotamian civilizations and cementing his place as a restored of Iraq's past glory so this is what you are on about we it was definitely d- trying we was definitely trying yeah, that, definitely right? was you know he, he built those but 60 million bricks at Babylon he built he re- restored the f- uh, the front of the, the ziggurat yeah yeah with the steps and all that lot
1: um, and let's not forget the Iraqi dinar was one of the it had one of the wealthiest economies in the world mm-hmm. at the time um, so Iraq was really prosperous
0: it was, it was really prosperous yeah. um his permission for a German team of archaeologists to resume excavations in the Sumerian city of Uruk after detailed underground mapping suggests that this may be the location of the Sumerian Stargate patrol of the Sumerian Stargate <laughs> would enable clandestine government organisations to continue their global campaign of non-disclosure of the UT presence which is what we were just yeah. saying um so he goes and says the first piece of circular so there's three pieces of circumstantial evidence Ooh, okay. that he uses to support, that Sally uses to support his theory.
1: Okay.
0: Right. The first piece of circumstantial evidence are the overwhelming whistleblower testimonies confirming the existence of clandestine government organisations responsible for suppressing public knowledge of the ET presence and which controls all official interaction with ET races. Let's well,
1: stop there then. So let me just digest that. Say it again. Sorry.
0: The first piece of circumstantial evidence... <laughs> are the overwhelming whistleblower testimonies confirming the existence of clandestine government organizations responsible for suppressing public knowledge of an ET presence and which controls all official interaction with ET races.
1: So that's not anything to do with the target that's just simply to say that there's a, the, pretty much the world is saying we can't disclose it to the, to the rest of the world we can't, the populace I, can't know about this. I read
0: quite a bit into that so he's, there's a couple of levels it so he's going um, these clandestine organisations, he says earlier in his report that the, these clandestine organisations don't, and I think we've mentioned this before in other episodes where we fully believe that the president is not mm. aware of everything. It's a puppet. Yeah, you're not going to tell the guy just you're not going to tell, like Joe Biden has just been voted, he's about to have his inauguration in a few days. You're not going to tell him all about the aliens that exist. No. When he's out in four years. Exactly. You know no I mean? continuity. Yeah. No continuity, right? So, so this says, like, to, um, let's break it down actually the overwhelming whistleblowing testimony so he's wrote five books full of whistleblower testimonies on clandestine operations
1: okay. I, I completely agree with that right.
0: and I think this is a guy who both said at the beginning of the show about his academic record and, and the level of influence he has and the places he gets into so like the high level meetings in needs to and stuff like that he's going to be the kind of guy a whistleblower will go to I think
1: um, only after releasing this paper about ET, though, surely. I, I think
0: before that, I think some of the I think before that, where this is kind of case, like you know what, if I'm gonna, I've got clandestine American groups are gonna come on me. Yeah, i that wrong, didn't I? Uh, they're gonna come for me, um, and then. i such a fucking juvenile. I I need to go into hiding. I need to be protected. Well, I don't know if the British government can protect me. I don't know the general government. I don't know if, the me, don't know if they're, they're in cahoots or not.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna go to this guy, because this guy broke his fucking deals at high level international politics. This this is probably the guy who's probably gonna help me the most.
2: In
1: two thousand three, who would be around? run well, even before that. Desmond Tutu.
2: Well, there's
1: got to have been. See. You really well, have to. You really have to dig deep before before this. It's really. I did not know this guy. It's not a one No, no. Reason. But if you're if you're
0: in a position where you're a whistleblower on American government clandestine operations, you're pretty high up. you probably probably in the same circles as this guy. You're probably aware of this guy.
1: You just drop into every single media organisation you can find and hope one picks it up.
0: Yeah, but then you you're gonna get fucking taken out. You drop that Monday, that gets covered up and you're taken out Tuesday. I mean, though, I would watch a documentary the other day where um, they had, uh, uh, I watched a documentary today where the um, CIA admit to having um, their spies in every major news outlet so they could control what news went out.
1: Doesn't surprise me at all.
0: So you drop it in all those news outlets, none of them pick them up in your, de- you drop it Monday, none of them pick it up you your dead Tuesday. You get this guy, he knows international politics, he knows which country to put you in before you drop it and which deal to sort out and how to negotiate. And okay. You know what I mean, it's, uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think, there were a guy I fucking adore, the UN leader, uh, leader at UN, Desmond Tutu. What
1: a great name that is.
0: It is a great name, but there's, there's a guy I, I fucking adored. He was the first politician I ever fucking adored. I can't remember the guy's name now, I fucking lost it. Um <clears throat> <coughs> happening when you drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, first bit there, overwhelming blood. So he's wrote five books about whistleblowers because the world's come to him yeah. and approach him with all their stories, right? And um, so he's quite informed on this about clandestine government organisations. Responsible for re- suppressing public knowledge of an ET presence. I agree with that. Right, that's disclosure we'll talk about that. Yeah. Right. This last bit for me. And which controls all official interaction with et races right so that says we're talking here about the anunnaki and nibiru and the stargate right we can't let the switch that on we need to stop and we need to control them we can't let him switch it on because so you can't speak to them but it says et races is that, is that like you can't speak to them plural because we're speaking to these ones over here we're speaking to the greys we're speaking to the reptilians we're speaking to the nords yeah,
1: yeah. It's we boring. can't have an Anunnaki
0: coming in. You're gonna fuck up all these treaties we've got. But then surely we're the ones that speak to the alien races, not you.
1: But surely those other alien races, if they exist, and you're having those conversations, they'd know about the Anunnaki, and it wouldn't. And the Anunnaki yeah, they? hate the Anunnaki? They do
0: wall with them. They don't like them. They don't I trust them. We're They're doing these other
1: leaps of faith here. Yeah, it? no, no. I'm trying. I'm trying to put
0: different scenarios. You can't just go. Oh, they'll know about them. They might not know about them. well Earth says they exist. Um, no, but we. This is this is assuming that he hasn't found the stargate yet. He hasn't switched it on.
1: Doesn't matter. the Sumerian. Said they thought, exist. Example, said they exist. So, um, I'm sure through conversation, it would be like, "Well, we're seeing paintings from prehistoric age of aliens on walls, and we've got all these stories from, you know, the, from all around the world with aliens as discussion points and pictures of aliens and so on." And when they have these talks, they like. Which one of you fuckers are these? (laughs) Well, yeah, do you (laughs) mean, since we're talking, we're
0: calling it a Stargate, let's look at Stargate SG, One, the TV show. I've never watched it. No, that's fucking amazing, you should do. I'm going to trick you while you talk about it. It's great in terms of, in terms of law, and how to build up, and build a law in the universe, it's great. But they have, um, four races.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, the Asgard, the Nox, the Ancients, and the last one, that's slipped my fucking head right now. But, um, the Asgard are sort of like little grey aliens that we know from abductions, but they took on holographic form as Viking gods right, okay. to protect her from the gold. And right. um, the gold um, enslaved humanity in Egypt. Egypt had an uprising. They fucked off through the Stargate, and Egypt. But the Stargate so they couldn't come back. But they took a lot of humans with them and peppered the galaxy with them. Okay, can't and, and their slave race. Um, and the ancients, were like, oh no, they're, they're, they were the gate builders. Alright, where are they? We don't know. Well, how do the gates work? We, we don't know. The ancients built them. We have these writings of them, and we have these ancient depositories of knowledge, and we have these these artefacts of left about, but... Yeah, they just fucking off and left the galaxy one day, we don't know where they are. <laughs> um, so it could be a case that you've got fucking greys and reptilians, hmm. and you're going, right, so uh, Saddam's got this partner's looking for this gate, he's going to open up and contact the Anunnaki. Yeah, we we have heard about them. Are they good, are they peaceful, are they workless? We thought they'd gone. No have not seen any evidence behind Neptune if you go.
1: Yeah, there. yeah,
0: we've not seen any evidence of them like but apparently they're just behind Neptune. they should be just behind Neptune right now. We flew out there last week, we our sensors couldn't pick up all we couldn't yeah. find anything. So matter of you know, fact, like,
1: yeah, fuck off, we went a week ago, not there. No, no, we went there like,
0: we, we couldn't pick all we'll fly out again, like Stop no, it's, it's not there, but you,
1: you know. Remember me fifth element here it's going fucking going It's like, yeah, going go in that room, mm. just have a bit of a, a, a laugh. Um, no, but are these E.T. races have got ships, are they coming through,
0: are they using the Stargates? Have we got Stargates in America <coughs> and Libya and, and Russia, and these alien races coming through them, so they're using, the, they're using the Stargates, they don't know where they came from, they just found one on their planet and used it.
1: Maybe.
0: And come to ours, and then there's, oh, there's another one in Iraq and he's going to use it to get into That's the one that connects to Nibiru. Well, where's Nibiru? We've heard of it, it's a thing of legend. Well, Nibiru, yeah, Nibiru, they're the people who met the Stargates. Are they, are they good? Are they peaceful? Are they warlike? Might be pretty pissed by using their fucking toys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, oh, these, 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 on this first point, these conversations are quite... We are mm-hmm. having to take big leaps of faith and string lots of shit together. We are
0: creating our own narrative, yeah, exactly. But for me, the point I would make there was the most important thing which is which controls all official interaction with ET races. Well, so what official so that says there's a world um, agreement on this, like yeah, a policy. Yeah. Like there's a there's a department an official spokesman and E. T. Races is plural which says does the Anunnaki are the first ones to come in. Well um, they might have be been the first ones, but they're
1: not the ones that are here now. If this was if this was a paper um, and he made a statement. If this is a scientific paper, this is from his paper. Okay. So if this was a scientific paper, he'd have to say what his source was for that.
0: Yeah, he, he, he just says he he quotes his um, whistle the overwhelming whistleblower testimonies. But firstly, there so is his sources. I can
1: get whistle I can get that whistleblower testimonies. I can say here's a source for some of the scenarios, but a very specific thing at the end about we're talking to aliens. And pluralised. Give me, give me a source. Give me something to go to. Give me something to look at. He's it's,
0: it's got five bucks, but I didn't have the time or the money to get them to look at you, them. You shouldn't yeah. have to. He should be. Able to, he
1: should put
2: in no, there. No, no,
0: it does cite in there. It's five bucks. Does it? Yeah. But it cites his five bucks. We're just kind of you're citing yourself, but. Are you That's citing yourself or are you citing the testimonies of others well, as
1: evidence? It's just, it, it, yeah. I, I don't want to go down the truth again today, but I fucking keep doing it week. But it's like someone who reads the Bible going, the Bible's evidence of God, but it's not. It's a testimony from somebody else of what God is, but it's not evidence. Yeah. So, And this is the same thing. You can't you can't use your own books as evidence if the books themselves don't have... I don't know, because his book... i would make an example. I'll make an exception here, because
0: his books are his... Are his uh, belief or his his interpretation of it. His books are the accounts of whistleblower testimonies. He's got five whistle. He's got five books, which I think cover eight different whistleblower
1: testimonies. But a whistleblower is still somebody going. I've had this experience, without evidence. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> eight accounts. So, but but to his pair, to his
0: to his credit, he does say the first piece of circumstantial evidence.
1: So he even admits it. He calls, it, calls it
0: circumstantial. He yeah. doesn't say this is solid proof. He goes, this is the first bit of circumstantial evidence yeah. of these, fat, these eight whistleblower testimonies.
1: So he's saying, well, I've got these guys who said this sort of shit can happen. And if I take that on its own, it's not evidence. But if I take them off all, all own, eight together,
0: it smells a bit funny. It smells a bit funny, yeah. So that, that was the first bit of circumstantial evidence. Okay. He goes on to say, the second piece of circumstantial evidence.
1: You're very pronounced circumstantial evidence.
0: Yeah, following. I'm saying that because he says it himself. Okay. He calls him it himself, which I think gives him a bit of legitimacy in my book. Okay. He's not going, this is solid proof you must believe. He's going, this is the information I've got. It's not proof, but it, when you start putting stuff together, so we've got these eight whistleblower accounts that I wrote about in five books. The second piece is the powerful diplomatic support given by Germany and France. To the hussein regime in warding off a preemptive military strike so powerful has being the support that the u.s secretary of defense donald rumsfeld disparagingly referred to them as old europe in a response to a report in january 22 2003 quote you're thinking of europe as germany and france i don't i think that's old europe if you look at the entire nato europe today the center of gravity is shifting to the east and there are a lot of new members and if you just take the list of all those members of NATO and all those who have been invited in recently, what is it? 26, something like that? But you're right, Germany's been a problem and France has been a problem, end quote.
1: So I don't see that as a circunstant to oh, I see that not evidence in the slightest. I see that as being two countries. Our country, in the, in, when we decided to go to war, was torn, completely yeah. torn. Mm-hmm. The, the public was so against the idea of war um, that it basically was a death knell for Tony Blair. They
0: it about three attempts through Parliament? It was fucking horrific. It through. was
1: horrific. And then Tony, it, cost, it cost Tony Blair's job. You know, war crimes and mm-hmm. all this. And I should be going to The Hague, by the way. Tony Blair. He
0: should be in The Hague. Um, and okay. how the fuck do you go from an illegal invasion of Iraq to being... What did you get after you left Prime Minister? A um, in the Middle East. For a peace, peace envoy to the, Middle East. the, <laughs> to being, um, the Middle East. The Middle East. How the fucking... <laughs> Oh yeah, we're gonna and as our new peace envoy to the Middle East, you know the guy who bombed the fuck out of you. <laughs> fucking hell.
1: So, in my in my opinion, that is not circumstantial evidence. That is two countries whose people said we fucking Germans are probably going. Oh, for fuck's sake, we've got a bit of a stigma. We're not doing it. I
0: think and he's classed it circumstantial evidence to prove that something was happening here that was a target going on the because the diplomatic language of the time was very friendly and we respect time and we respect <coughs> this, and then this is going, you're not even, you're, you're old Europe, like, you're, you're not, look, look, all these Eastern European countries are coming in now, the power's shifting, they're like, we're not even looking at you, and you're so disrespectful to Germany, Well, that's wonderful opinion, yeah. Um, but, but to use it as, a dip, as, as an official, as a diplomat, giving those quotes, like it's a different, you're never off duty. So to give those quotes, has got kind of, that's not going like, oh, he, that's just how he thinks about them. Like it
1: should be enough fucking job then. I think he's trying to fit a narrative here because he's, um, seen, he's seen Germans digging uh, the, and- And then Wolfsburg
0: call them old Europe and he's that the, the
1: yeah, balance um, of
0: power is shifting.
1: Germany and France, quite frankly, at the time were, you can't call them old Europe. Germany was holding up the EU economy. Have been since it fucking started. Yeah. So they're not all Europe. In fact, Germany were the backbone of the EU at the time. Well,
0: that's probably of the argument, is That the, the Germans tried three t- uh, twice to take over the over Europe and failed. So the fourth time, uh, third time they did it through the banks. to the
1: economy, exactly. Yeah, the so Fourth so Reich is a European economy. <laughs> so the Germans were the backbone of Europe at that point in the EU. Um, around the, especially around the EU. Um, currency mm-hmm. about um, the euro yeah they, they they were without europe the currency never were off the ground mm-hmm. without germany so i don't believe for one second germany this old european stuff that should be dismissed i think he's trying to fit the fact that germany were in iraq mm. they were given the opportunity to dig and therefore it's like well if germany said no to war and because germany wanted to protect iraq actually it could it could be that maybe because germans have been in there going do you know what, these are from the people I mean, you there's know. a second part to this. Oh, sorry, I jumped ahead. Uh, no, 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 I, I
0: wanted to get your reaction, there. great place us yep. get a reaction to see if your opinion changes now on the second part. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so rather than backtracking on what was a diplomatic bombshell, the Bush administration instead continued to go to the extraordinary lengths to isolate the German and French positions on Iraq. For example, the administration encouraged the leaders of Spain, Portugal, Italy, the United Kingdom, Hungary, Poland, Denmark, and the Czech Republic to write a letter to the Wall Street Journal on January 30th that said, the Iraq regime and its weapons of mass destruction represent a clear threat to world security. Rather than merely an intense diplomatic debate over different policy positions on Iraq, the striking language and positions taken in this debate suggest a more fundamental conflict over issues hidden from the public view it is likely that there exists a factional struggle between the clandestine government operations set up to deal with the ET presence in the US with rival organizations creating Germany, France and also Russia.
1: Or alternatively, America were desperate to go to war. So this is my version of the truth. Mm-hmm. America were absolutely desperate to get into Iraq. For oil, gold, getting rid of Saddam Hussein, setting up a fucking KFC, and getting hold of whatever all the lithium mines and everything else to get the hands on. Um, with that in mind, they couldn't just go on their own. They knew they'd get beat like they did in the first Iraq, first Gulf War. They, they, went to the own care. they were on the road fucked. They
0: them. needed a, a UN mandate, which was not gonna get across Germany and France are blocking it and I think Germany and France of beat us anyway. Yeah, so so if we can get all the countries they had. Well, yeah, and we could press. We could put Portugal, pressure. Portugal, Spain, Portugal, Italy, United Kingdom, Hungary, Poland, Denmark, and the Czech Republic. That's, even if you go to war without a mandate, while well, we're still sat here now, like twenty years later. Got half of Europe in there though. This was an illegal war. You didn't have a mandate to go to war. We had all these countries behind us. They wrote a letter. So yeah, but that the, look, the UN is there to stop war. Like you, it's still illegal. Just had all these countries. They could have ten out of fucking 12 do Doesn't matter. It, no, it's still like illegal, then, but their, their, that's their... But that was model back moral backing like, everyone's behind it except those two.
1: That, that was America's ace card, and when they say ace card, it's arse-covering exercise. Mm-hmm. They went, here's my ace, here's my arse-covering exercise, half of Europe says I'm fine to go to war, we're going to go to war, so if you fuck me, you're going to fuck Europe. And at the same time,
0: Europe were told... I mean, you completely fucked the US. The UN had no power ever since. No, yeah,
1: they tried to create their own UN army now to fucking circumvent this sort of shit, but... Um, yeah. but I'm not anything to do Brexit so. <laughs> <laughs> but the, all it took was sexed up dossiers which Bush and fucking Blair created while having some yeah. fucking wild sex and fisting each other
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and created a sexed up dossier for which the guy who fucking didn't some guy killed around it who was investigating a, a, a
0: doctor uh, suicided himself yeah yeah yeah, which yeah.
1: three <laughs> bullets at the head
0: A <laughs> plastic bag over his head and three bullets to the <laughs> back of his head and he suicided himself and his, Doctor, someone or other. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a, a, whatever oh, report a it dog, yeah. yeah. But,
1: um, so all it took was, just to go, here's an, we've just made this up earlier, let's see if they buy it, look at this shit. Fucking hell, good bump, oh, crap, okay, well, let's go to what? They, had, they didn't even need to know the war was going. I closed. think
0: this is why it calls it circumstantial, because it's just, I think because the diplomatic language was so out of sync for the time, uh, that it's like, yeah, you take down your son and it's nothing. Put that alongside these whistleblowers.
1: I'm starting to get a bit of a stink here. But his circumstantial yeah. evidence, what I'm trying to say is his circumstantial evidence to me is non circumstantial because I th- I've got my own opinion. Yeah, that yeah, I mean, I think that's why he says it's, it's
0: circumstantial because you take it as your opinion. Um, his third bit of circumstantial evidence, part of the four, is. Uh, the resumption of excavations of the first capital of Sumer, uh, Sumer Uruk, by a German archeological team in 2002. Given the prominence of Uruk and its likelihood as the site of a Sumerian stargate, then resumption of excavation raises questions over why they were resumed at this time and what is being sought. Given that political tension in Iraq had not significantly diminished in 2002 from the First Gulf War, and with it being a likely source of huge military conflict with the US, it can be suggested that there are powerful hidden motivations for what on the surface appears to be a purely scientific dig of an ancient Sumerian capital. So, what he's saying here is that this looks like a purely scientific dig, but your Germany sending your archaeologists to do this dig. Tensions haven't died down from the first war. Looking like there's going to be a war, it's going to be in this region. You got your friends of America. You go in there, you're going to piss off your American mates. Why Why would you go in there? There must be something there for the dig that outweighed pissing off America.
1: Okay. So what about this scenario? That when you ask a team of scientists and archaeologists who've got no political influence or give a shit about policy...
0: Yeah, right. but it's not on them, is it? It's They have to be given permission from the German government to go out there. Yeah, but... So it's the German government, essentially. They does like I just haven't got a fucking, they haven't got a fucking any skin in game on international national politics, so there's going to be war or so not. The,
1: they said, we raised some money. Um, Iraq are saying we can go dig the more... I don't th- think they raised some money, I
0: think it was German government paid for. Oh,
1: either way, we can... Just, at the time, you know, Germany, the Iraqi government saying we need some assistance to dig the oldest known civilization place on earth. It's fucking tantalising. It's wonderful, Which
0: archaeologists wouldn't jump at that?
1: So, But we don't have the capabilities or the knowledge technically to do it. Who does? Germany, you've got some fantastic archaeologists. Do you want to come over and help us? Um, I could see that personally as being completely independent, as being, we might go to war, and if we do go to war, you guys need to fuck off. But at that time, though, Iraq wasn't even part of the conversation in 2001.
0: Yeah, 2002.
1: I don't even think of, like, even then, I'm not in, like, forgive me if I'm wrong in the comics, but I don't think Iraq came into the conversation for war to really late. We're talking Afghanistan, let's go get Sama. And then they went, well, Iraq might have weapons of mass destruction. I, I, I assume, and I'm guessing now, but I think they would have been there before the discussions of weapons of mass destruction started happening with Iraq. I, I,
0: I've got a feeling this would be somewhat like, they went in February 2002, and the Iraq, the build-up to the Iraq war was like June 2003. Or something, you know what I mean? I'm seeing like more than a year,
1: and it doesn't happen overnight. If you can imagine, they go doing a comment. It's like it won't go. Or next day it can go. This, well, this would have been raising a, yeah. a, a purchase order and getting people ready and as I mean, so, Soon people. as Donald
0: Rumsfeld said that, I mean, when would Donald Rumsfeld said that, it would have been a long time going. Um, so, with January twenty second, January twenty twenty two, two thousand, January twenty second, two thousand and three. Donald Rumsfeld said Called them all Europe So they they've, well been, before. they've been there. Say they've been there a year. Let's say, let's be generous and say they went like January yep. 2002. They've been there a year. that starts coming out. That diplomatic language comes out in January. They've been there. Right, we're pulling you out. We're bringing you on.
2: It's building up. It was building up. It's coming <laughs> next two, three. Cause war wasn't happen overnight. You
0: know, two, three was it? Right, we're pulling my guys out. We're we'll getting them on while we can come. Um, let's hope it's still. Let's hope it doesn't get bombed. It's still there after. And you can go look it afterwards.
1: So I think that link is very, very tenuous. We're already there.
0: But well, I'm looking forward to the fourth piece of circumstantial
1: evidence then. I'm not suggesting, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't say it right here. I'm just No, 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 but this, is, this is, is our opinion. This side, is yeah. our
0: opinion on the knowledge. Like we always said, we answer, we answer the question, does that believe on the opinion we've got, the research we've done, from the knowledge at, at hand. So this is me throwing stuff at you, and this is your genuine. Right now i am thinking. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
2: So.
0: The fourth piece of circumstantial evidence.
1: Do I need to take another drink? Yeah. Do I need to go get my crooked back?
0: I'm not going to move this See, so you will smash my phone. <laughs> if you didn't like those second and... You kind of accepted the first, kind of went, like, oh, alright, you call it circumstantial, I of that. You kind of just dismiss the second and the third, yeah?
1: It, well, I think there's a, a, an alternative explanation that's more plausible. Yeah. So,
0: uh, the fourth one. It's a long paragraph, so please let me get through it before you dive in and attack me, yeah?
1: Let me get the astronautist.
0: <laughs> the fourth piece of circumstantial evidence was the destruction of the space shuttle Columbia during its final descent on February 1st, 2003, an approximate height of 38 miles and traveling at Mach 18. One of the astronauts was the first Israeli in space, Colonel R- Ian Ramon from the Israeli Air Force. Colonel Ramon reportedly played a role in the Israeli attack on Iraq's nuclear facility in Nisairaq in June 1981, and there has been speculation that his mission-involved intelligence gathering over Iraq during the shuttle's orbits. The destruction of Columbia occurred 16 minutes before touchdown when its fuel tanks would have been virtually empty. A likely source of the shuttle's destruction, given the speed and height of Columbia, would have been some form of attack from an organisation or state possessing military capabilities well beyond any terrorist groups and indeed most nations. The like a cause would have been a clandestine government organisation that desired to send an important message to its Jewish rivals over the threatened preemptive attack on Iraq.
1: Or, your own government doesn't want to go to war. Or, a piece of fucking tile fell off the shuttle on launch. But you don't know, <laughs> if you were reading that and I was going, what the fuck? Say that to the camera because... because of- what the fuck is do about this? I I know, mean, know, it? By the way, I love because I, I, we filmed these like four
0: week in a month before they go out. I love that you not see you watching the week before they go out. I love that you just done so much because there's a couple of where I just gone,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> not knowing. <laughs> um, but,
1: uh, right. So Columbia, on. if I remember Columbia correctly, there's two Columb, not the one that blew up in 1980
0: That's Challenger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so Columbia is the show that took off successful launch successful mission came back to earth Tried to land. on re-entry fucking exploded yeah. right and massive fucking all souls lost massive tragedy massive investigation and it turns out I remember seeing the video where as it's taken off a piece of ice falls off the yeah, yeah, booster yeah, yeah. Yeah. hits it and knocks one of the silica tiles off the, the black tiles on the bottom which is the heat shield as it came in, all those gases that come around of those tiles protect it as it comes in. One tile's missing, it's fucking straight in, inside, gone.
1: Done. Let's ignore Done.
0: it. Done. Uh, bullshit, like, not right. But no, Columbia was uh, It was taken out by a, a clandestine government organisation to go, you're gonna, we can do that.
1: How is that? Do you c- wanna go to Iraq? How, is, how does he even class that circumstantial? <laughs> Like what that's not close to <laughs> circumstantial evidence! That is, a ship blew up, I am gonna make a fucking quantum leap here to to make this fi- That's not even close to circumstantial evidence. No. It, it's not even related in the slightest. No. <laughs> Why me? <are you> <laughs> My brain's burning.
2: <laughs> Those are
1: the most I looked at when
0: this is bollocks, this is absolute bullshit. It's gonna be fun to throw it at Craig do keep it in.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: doing a good job. So he's saying, He's saying Czechia. He's saying when you take into all these bits of the look like bollocks, but when you take into account the whistleblower accounts. Okay. With the uh dodgy, with the really extreme diplomatic language and call them all Europe. Bullshit. With the Germans just starting a dig in Iraq. In the Sumerian temple.
1: We've kind of debunked the discussion.
0: And then Columbia gets blown up. Look at. Not saying.
1: Not saying it's dodgy. But at last, dodgy. That (laughs) fucking
2: paper's dodgy.
1: (laughs) Fuck's sake, man. Uh, Did you make that up just to piss me off?
2: No, no, no,
0: no. no, no, The the link to his paper is in the comments. uh, In the description, sorry. And that is his exact words, that he's taken verbatim from
1: his paper. Right, can I ask you a question, then? <laughs> right, okay, you you made the big fucking song and dance at the beginning of this video, about the academia and how fucking wonderful this man is, and he can pull this kind of, <laughs> of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of the stuff
0: he does is brilliant, I just, I love that bit, sorry.
1: <laughs> so, you're saying to me, it's this doctor is, look, all these papers and all these books and he's fucking he should be he should be revered, renowned. I think he said to me, oh, "Yeah, what the fucking Challenger?" That, that, that was just a bit.
0: Columbia, not Challenger. Two different tragedies.
1: Fucking both blew up <laughs> Columbia. One yeah. went out there and blow up on his way back? Challenger.
0: Doing? Challenger went about five seconds or some other thing. That's
1: awesome. He said that. Yeah. A doctor. Who was supposed to look and revere. <laughs> That, that, is, that is on his paper.
0: That, that is the fourth circuit.
1: Why, why have I not found this? Why have I not getting my... The link. I'll
0: send you the
1: link tonight. Does, does it Does it come with a little joke at the end or something? No, 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 no. So honestly, that, that's his... <laughs> right. the I'm
0: going to do. No. So is this
1: honestly? His four. His four. This is his four evidences that this could.
0: No, no, no. He's got a lot of evidence in his paper. These are his four circumstantial evidences. Right, okay. So it, it goes on to. Um, you know he references fiction and he talked about international okay. politics and clandestine and disclosure and all that lot. Um, but you know you can see there's his paper. It's fucking massive. Goes on loads, right? Um, but just so you know, I'm not lying. Um, where are we? There we go. In his paper, the fourth piece of circumstantial evidence. Yeah, the I get paper. it.
1: <laughs> sorry michael it goes on to
0: say which i didn't include in my notes but since i've got this paper up when all the primary and circumstantial evidence is put together what emerges is a very plausible case that supports henry's thesis of a power struggle that goes to the art of the et presence and the continued clandestine suppression of et related information and its implications the interpretations of the motivations of the bush administration in launching preemptive war on iraq in terms of the concerns raised in Bush's 2003 State of the Union address, or the corporate and imperial interests suggested by his critics, such as Robert Fisk and Michael Lind, can all be described as part of the surface layer of motivations driving the Bush administration. At a deeper level, it is likely that there is greater anxiety by clandestine government organisations in terms of what would happen if Hussein would the support of the German and other European governments gaining access to the Sumerian Stargate or other ET technology buried in Uruk or if the Stargate were to somehow reactivate without clandestine government personnel present to monitor and control the Stargate. President Bush's State Union address outlined the need for a preemptive attack on Iraq in most likelihood not a hidden agenda to gain access to the Stargate or other ET technology in Uruk and elsewhere in Iraq. Such access would presumably perpetuate clandestine government control over global resources and information at a time of increased ET activity and influence. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that fourth bit just did you, know, you, you? You just ignoring everything
1: you said before, know, aren't you? So, <laughs> no, so my whole, I'm not, I've not got the ability here to even. Oh, right, okay. No, I'm just trying. I love you
0: came up with the idea for this channel, but I love fucking breaking you on a weekly basis. So I'm gonna. It's fun. It gives me, it gives my cold dead heart. Joy. My
1: my fucking logic is fucking burning here. So. Let's let's take into let's take out firstly that far fucking stupid statement. <laughs> but let's just let's just what we know. Let's look at the evidence of what we actually saw happen in Iraq.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What I'm pretty sure this was this was written as it was happening as the war was going on. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the war, what we've seen actually happen is we've seen the deconstruction of infrastructure finance resources, welfare, everything's gone in Iraq, it's completely Daya. it's been taken back decades if not generations, uh, it's been fucking set back to the Stone Age pretty much mm-hmm. um, they've taken all the re- natural resources, gold they've got access to poppy fields in Afghanistan and everywhere else, the whole war not just Iraq but the whole war has given America the opportunity and the CIA the opportunity to fucking run drugs um, and that what we've seen is the truth of the war is, they've stolen all their gold, they've stolen all their we know for a fact they've stolen the gold, we know they've stolen the wealth, we know they've done all of that, that's 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 not a is it is it potentially a happy coincidence outside of what the truth was? Maybe but when I look at the evidence of the war I've never seen a single shred of evidence suggest that by now what I would have expected by now, honestly would have expected is um, because we know that we both look at news and media that's not just westernized it's, yeah it's, yeah we it's world news we'll look at in different forms and different guises yeah i don't, I don't know like
0: a lot of people will say oh, i'll watch Russia a day but fuck you should be watching that no no i'll watch
1: um i propaganda machine I'll, I'll
0: watch sky news and see what they're saying about the coronavirus in europe then i'll watch bbc news then oh. I'll watch Russia Today. I'll then, I'll then I'll watch it. Al Jazeera. Yeah, then Russia. I'll watch CNN. Yeah. Then I'll watch Fox. And go, do you know what? Now I've got these seven different takes on this one situation. I can piece together my own. And if opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, what I would have wholeheartedly expected, 100% without fail, is the people of Iraq around that period, if they'd have gone in for this particular reason, for this Stargate, there would have been one more piece of evidence, someone would have said something, someone would have videoed something, someone would have of something, an Iraqi would have gone to a news media source in Al Jazeera, even a fucking TMZ site or something would have had some more news outside of a single paper by a guy who has made some fucking bigger leaps than fucking Armstrong did on the moon. But i just
0: checked, right, so you can see it here. We, uh, UK, USA embedded on 20th of March 2003, right? Yeah. And he published that paper on February 3rd 2003. Okay. So he published it just before the war.
1: But the Germans were still in there over a year before that.
0: Yeah, yeah, but no, I'm saying we were talking about when he said yeah. through the war or during it. He actually published it just, like just, just a month before, like four weeks before. But I'm
1: sure he would have been writing it for
0: weeks. You know? Yeah, yeah, he'd been writing it for weeks. And, and he would,
1: would have seen the political things going, this is about to happen, the wheels going because it was being mm-hmm. it was being discussed in our Parliament for months. You know, so well, I think it
0: took three acts of parliament yeah.
1: to get approval going. So war. it wasn't it was just report in the news. We've discussed it before other and other yeah. conspiracies. Symptoms specifically, the report in the news that you don't necessarily get to hear. Um
0: there's there's a bit it puts somewhere saying oh, there has been some Iraqi that has said this is so his paper starts off saying we went to war on Iraq because Saddam's got a Stargate. Then about halfway through, it changes to, he hasn't got a Stargate, but he knows where there is one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's got the Germans indignant
2: Okay.
0: And then near the end, it's, well, they've not found it yet, but the Americans got in there to find it first.
1: So I heard that the, the um, Anunnaki period it until they were yeah. the back. Mm-hmm. And they found it twice yeah. so they're going to excavate. So sort of, we went
0: toward Iraq because Saddam's got Stargate. No, he do not and I pray through the paper, it's, oh, he knows where the Stargate is, so that's why we went to war with him. In the cigarette? Yeah, in the cigarette, and then by the end of it, it's like, oh, he's got the Germans in to dig it up, and that's why we went to war with him, so, so we could take over it, and UK and US could dig it up <coughs> instead. So it starts out being, he's got a Stargate to be, he knows where it is. So he's like, oh, Saddam's got a Stargate? No, he has So you can see, like, America's like, no, he has And then, like, a couple months later, um. He knows where it is. Right, okay. You can't get it out there, you can't get it up, it's fine, Not not it. Not to worry about. Uh, oh uh, They've got a team of German archaeologists helping dig it up. Right, now we're going in. Now we're putting a stop to this. Now we're taking it. Now the Germans are digging. Yeah, now the Germans are digging where we're going.
1: But the, there are, I am sure, lots and lots of excavation sites around the world, maybe in ancient Egypt, where there's some very we, we, I, I talked to you before about Edgar Decai- Ed Casey in the Hall of Records, and he was suggesting that you know the Hall of Humanities Records are in are in the, the Sphinx, yeah. um, and also the Mayans. You know, talking about that twenty twelve was going to be the new conscious yeah. leveling no, of the of, of the world, and which I actually think now I'm thinking about it, you know, when and this is a complete conjecture. This is just guesswork for me. But do you talk the Mayans are talking about? 2012 is the start of a new beginning, the start of a new consciousness,
0: Didn't which got translated to mainstream media as 2012 the minds to predict the end of the world.
1: Do you know what started at a very similar time? I have, have a guess. Collective evolution or the can kind of, yeah, Google AI
0: Google AI started
1: same year. It's around period so so it's our con- our consciousness is going to be shared because it's going to be fucking via Google <laughs> We're all going to chips yeah. in our brains, and goes going to go, well, you all, you all. So potentially the main to talk about, you all get to this upper consciousness, and you can all be a hive, and you can therefore be whatever you want to be. But, well, um, since, since you mentioned upper consciousness, there's,
0: it goes on in his paper, uh, we're going back up in his paper now, because we've kind of bounced around it today. Um, yes, so he talks about the return of the Anunnaki. Yeah. Uh, that's why we went into in stagger. and there's three perspectives on what that return is.
1: Go on. Well, I don't even know like what structures are, well. so one's going to be political, one's going to be, let's hide the ETs, if we can't disclose ETs, I imagine. Um, no, you, you can't
0: reach what's up. so after a 12 year lull in excavations, a team of German researchers in 2002 resumed excavations in the Buried city of Uruk, using a magne- magnetometer, which is able to detect the presence of man-made objects beneath the soil and a powerful computer system in Germany. German geophysicists were able to map out the buried structures of the sprawling ancient capital of 5.5 kilometers squared. That was where Sumerian civilization began. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. An important event in the Sumerian description of the Anunnaki was was the Anunnaki's final departure from the planet during a series of cataclysmic events that accumulate in the period 1800 to 1700 BC. A wide number of sources describe the present era in terms of a prophesized return of the gods Anunnaki. The notion of a prophesized return in the context of the Anunnaki presence varies in meaning according to three different perspectives. The first perspective is based simply on the idea of the gods or Anunnaki physically returning to resume a prominent role in influencing human affairs and overseeing the use of the resources of the planet. In such a scenario the first wave of an Anunnaki would arrive to create the favorable conditions for the anticipated rene- return of the Anunnaki elite. This would involve the lesser Anunnaki first returning and activating the Sumerian Stargate that would be required for the return of their leaders. Okay. Presumably this will be heralded as a sacred event that should be celebrated by all, Ameri- all humanity.
1: That's, I got the wrong end of the stick then so you're gonna have to, have to then talk about nebru is the next one as mm-hmm. is a planet. Um, right. yeah.
0: so, uh, the authors Clyde Prince and Lynn Pickett argue that there's been an identifiable train of global events involving key religious and political actors preparing humanity for just such a return. This is kind of what we were saying earlier where we're going, the CIA have just released all their documents, the US military released all their documents, the Pope has turned around and said, oh, just because if exist existed, don't negate the Bible. Yes, yes. That kind of plays into the first perspective. Yeah. That, you know, it says at the end that um, the authors Clyde Prince and Lynn Pickett argue that there's been an identifiable chain of global events involving key religious and political actors preparing humanity for just such a return. It
1: also leads, have you ever, have you ever heard of Project Bluebeam?
0: Yeah, I often get Bluebeam and Blue Book mixed up.
1: Project Bluebeam being that there's three phases of that as well, but one of the phases of Project Bluebeam is that there's going to be cataclysms on the earth that open up um, special places on the earth which will show the history of where we've come from mm-hmm. and then we have to go to war with aliens and then we'll go to war with aliens and there'll be a light show of it, aliens but it's just it's just aliens that exist it's just a it, way to control the earth but one of the one of the things is you'll you'll have all these um, wonderful this is where we've come from this is how we were created creation stories all creating a show, a show on earth in the same way that that first book was trying to show
0: there. Um, the second one you got bang on when you went oh looking it the wrong way the second perspective is the return of the Anunnaki is the return of their homeworld, the planet Nibiru indeed there has been much interest generated by a range of books and online websites devoted to the topic of the return of Nibiru the homeworld of the Anunnaki Many authors cite a variety of astronomical evidence supporting the idea of a tenth planet that has long been speculated to influence the orbits of Uranus and Jupiter and Neptune, ever since it was found that Pluto, discovered in nineteen thirty, could not account for its perturbations. In the late nineteen seventies, two astronomers from the US Naval Observatory, Tom von Flandern and Richard Harrington, begun publishing a series of papers supporting the existence of a tenth planet.
1: <coughs> Can I ask a question there before I go mm-hmm. to the next point? I'm pretty sure that Sitchin said he called it the twelfth planet because he included the moon and the sun. Yes. Planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. bodies, Um, which means if they're willing to include a moon and they're willing to include the sun, it shows that they didn't know anything about astronomy because Jupiter 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 got sixteen of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really, it should be planet eight hundred and four. Yeah, I mean the the Earth (laughs) has nine moons well we found we've got a second moon as far as I'm aware it's so very very pretty small, sure so on episode on
0: QY it said we have nine moons it's
1: tiny pieces of debris effectively um,
0: big, bigger than debris but not
1: it's that like basketball size yeah, and yeah, stuff like that, yeah, so yeah yeah
0: but yeah um, so um, the most widely cited reference to support the thesis of a 10th planet that is known but not released to the general public is a series of press releases by the astronomical team that was searching a part of the sky, which calculations by Van Flerden and Harrington suggested would be oh, where yeah. the 10th planet was. Yeah. In December 1983, the chief astronomer in charge of the infrared Astronom- astronomical satellite, run by the Jet Folsom Laboratory, Dr. Gary Neugenbauer, announced possible confirmation of such a planet. The Washington Post report summarized the announcement, wrote, a heavenly body, possibly as large as Jupiter, and possibly part of the solar system, been found in the direction of the constellation of Orion and orb- by an orbiting telescope. After a total of six major newspapers covered the announcement, there was a retraction of the announcement and public silence by astronomers on the possible existence of a tenth planet. Rumours began to emerge of an active campaign of suppression of information and intimidation by clandestine government organisations. For example, one of the astronomers at the US Naval Observatory, Dr. Richard Harrington, spoke publicly and wrote articles on the hypothetical planet X and there has been speculation that, da- that this directly contributed to his untimely death by natural causes in
1: 1992.
0: Natural causes of a bomb. By natural
1: causes. Yes. I've, got, I've got no issue with the people being silenced because think it happens. I've got an issue with it. Trust yeah, me. No, no issue with it. it <laughs> bit, no. no, no. I have an <laughs> issue with
0: it. I believe people are silenced. Yes. yes. I strongly believe people are getting Clintoned. Yes. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna call it from now
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> get you fucking Clinton. He committed suicide. Suicide. Natural causes. No, you've got fucking Clinton.
1: Yeah, he hanged fell, fell on a train track. Um, as for some of them, some people shoot themselves more than once. Three times in back at Ed. Fucking out. I missed with the first one. So i have got half an Ed left. Um, I get that people will be silenced, and that happens. Mm-hmm. And they get it, and you can link that to possibly natural causes. Co- I don't even natural causes, but potentially it could have been. Um, but the whole idea of I don't know, the Elanaki... I think that gives this a bit of
0: weight, not maybe a bit of weight, but a bit of consideration, what? This was announced by the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in 1983 in a press release.
1: Yeah, but...
0: And then suddenly got retracted and covered up and...
1: But, so, but potentially, this could be, you know, that they've, they've had a finding...
0: They've announced it too early. ...and a
1: premature ejaculation. Yeah. And going, oh shit, I need to tag, time- I need to, <laughs> don't show anybody else, I need, to- I need to clean this up. Because people do though, they'll go, well I found this in someone else, goes, oh no, 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 Shit, not- found a planet, I get to name a planet, I get to name a planet, tell everybody so I get to name a planet. And so, they're like,
0: actually
2: this data is a bit you- wrong. It's a bit mm, wrong. Oh so like, take that back, take that back, take that back. I'm not an idiot.
1: Not I don't know. know for a certain if, if whatever they produced has studied first, mm-hmm. went through all the scientific hurdles and went, this is, this is a scientific paper. Or someone's gone, we found something. And someone's gone, we found something. I found this fucking magical thing. And it's like, oh shit. And I don't want to look like a dickhead. I'm just going to not talk about it anymore. To The fact that
0: Richard Harrington discovered it. Dr. Richard Harrington discovered it. uh, Dr. Jerry Nürgenbauer announced it. Retracted the announcement. And Richard Harrington went on to publicly speak and write articles about it. Like, no, no, I was fucking right. This exists. And then allegedly got
1: Clinton I don't have a problem with um, there being planetary bodies in our solar system that we've not yet found mm-hmm. that's of course that can happen we we've we found just last week if I remember rightly something about uh, 50 kilometres wide going to be skipping past earth yes. we, 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 can't, we can't see everything in the solar system mm-hmm. you know, it's the way it is however something the size of, reported size of Nibiru, on an elliptical course, so unless it's directly opposite us behind the sun, at some point, that big, coming round the sun on an elliptical course, it becomes visible. It has to become visible. Yeah, I mean,
0: we've, we've noticed the gravitational change between Neptune and Pluto that Neptune and Pluto can't explain.
1: Yes, correct. We
0: recorded them. So there's something there... That we recorded that causes gravitational changes to but it's
1: not the size of Jupiter because we'd see it,
0: yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, right.
0: so is there anything else you want to put in to this theory before we go to closing?
1: Um, I could probably talk all night, but yeah, let's not let, let's yeah. just go to I can the talk a lot closing.
0: more, but um, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna go. go you want gonna close first, me first. Oh, all right, then. so does Saddam Hussein have a stargate? Does that believe?
1: Do you want to give some context? We have to find. Well, that's the
0: question. Oh, okay. Someone's saying we went. Does something say I'm a stargate? That's what I'm going to answer. Um, my thoughts on this is that um, we mentioned the Mind 2012 prophecy and that, and it, and it never happened, or did it? it depends on you perspective,
2: yeah. you know, we're like,
0: oh, it's the end of the world. That didn't happen. We've just spent about 20 minutes talking about probably the new age and evolution yeah. of consciousness and stuff. So, so. um, the circumstantial evidence that he puts forward creates a compelling narrative.
1: What compelling narrative? But it's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing compelling about the narrative. Well, sorry, it's your uh, only guy. If, sorry, but... No, if, if, if you're...
0: I say gullible, but if you're easily swayed, then that circumstantial evidence can, can, can create a compelling narrative. I can see how it can pick up steam with that.
1: The only thing compelling, in my opinion, is not compelling, but the only thing out of that narrative can agree is the whistleblowers. Yeah, people
0: talk. Yeah, but if, if you're already inclined and you're wanting to believe, yeah, and God, if there's whistleblowers, then there's, yeah. um, diplomatic relations, then there's the archaeological dig, and then there's Columbia, like, oh, it all fucking makes sense, you're just not seeing it, you know? It, yeah, I can see how that goes. One um, <laughs> thing, what, I, I I suggested this for tonight's topic. It into a theological. Because I thought it'd be fucking funny, I tried to be a bit of a dick and thought, let's see Craig argue logic. <laughs> With a completely batshit fucking theory.
1: I fucking tried, okay? (laughs) I tried.
0: I, during my research on this, I was fucking surprised how deep this theory went. But it's only based on two people, really. Yeah, but those... Then you go off into theology and religion and and consciousness and and human collective and, and... technology, and, and but where the we've gone all around the houses tonight. It's been fun. I, I didn't expect this to be as no, deep no. as it fucking was. I thought an hour in would be saying fuck no, off, no. Fuck, you
1: know?
0: And the thing that, like I said, I only I mentioned, I only brought this theory up and suggested for tonight because I thought it'd be fucking hilarious, do something crazy. But when you sit back and look at it, this involves all the ingredients of a classic conspiracy theory.
1: Just now, yeah.
0: They've got aliens, forgotten history, and um, government cover ups you've got all the fucking technology, points. main calendar, everything. Whistleblowers, main calendar, got Nerubu, we've got, we've got oh, fucking how many hours this is like I'm I'm close to calling this the perfect conspiracy theory. 'Cause it has every every ingredient you need all tied up nice and neat in a nice singular theory. It is like did this win and we've got fucking we've we've got the hippies and the history channel. We've got we've got some for all of them in this one. We've got the hippies talking about higher consciousness, we've got the history channel talking ancient aliens. Come on board, lads, we've got some all for you here. Yeah? You know it, it
1: Perfect writing. So, um, Perfect right to sell a book. I know. Is it my mouth? Isn't my fucking conclusion? Um,
0: <clears throat> we went to war on Iraq um, over weapons of mass destruction. Yes. Which has been proven to be false. Completely false. Compl- yeah. Completely. Yeah, no, 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 no. One thing, this is the thing, like, I, I spent, an in- I spent like eight hours one day trying to research this. And was, this is the thing that really surprised me is that. Do you know what's the official reason for going to war in Iraq war? Totally by the bell end. The weapons of the mass destruction? Oh yeah, yeah. no, like yeah. mind. No, but even though it's been proved false, there's been no other evidence given since. Yeah,
1: I don't
0: know. They just went,
1: no, I don't know. They've got weapons of mass destruction. What? Uh,
0: no, they haven't. Oh well. Whatever.
1: I'm, sure, I'm sure Bush went, you can't always be right. <laughs> like- no, there's been no comment, I can't
0: find any comment on it anywhere, I've just gone. Well, I remember we did it, didn't we? Yeah, uh, right. I so, you've got Dr. Seller going, this is why I went to war, and if you look in a certain light, there's a reason for going to war, and you've got the official now, he was going, this is why I went to war, and went, yeah, but that's fake. Oh, we got nothing. That's <laughs> iron gold. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we got no. It's like, no, we've proved your official theory wrong. Do you want to give us oh yeah we just told you that because this is what we're actually doing or this is uh, no
1: nah, no we don't want to we're, we're good thanks they, they said they, we don't they, give a shit they, yeah. but <laughs> ultimately they simply said those uh, sexed up dossiers those let me fist your arsehole dossiers um, were basically it was just false inf- well bad information bad yeah. intelligence oh got it wrong bad intelligence I, 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 yeah. we, we, we're just displaced 6 million Iraqis who then ultimately turn into... You Destroyed know, an economy
0: and an education system and, and a society and a culture and... Fucked,
1: fucked the Middle East and then we've got ISIS yeah, yeah. and we've got all these wars. It's like, oh, right, really? Yeah, but, yeah, it's just bad intelligence, mate. Yeah, we
0: lied. Sorry about that.
1: Okay. Um, so well, that is prob- that is definitely another video. But um, um, So, if the weapons of mass destruction
0: were not real sorry we know they're not so it's generally the public opinion is that we went to war for control of the oil fields mm-hmm. and that seems a bit too simplistic especially when you see that Russia getting oil supplied from southern Iraq and it's like well if you can, America took over Iraq why, why is Russia getting oil from there and um,
1: well, it's a Middle East power play
0: yeah, but we, we, we took over that country and then we destroyed them and then we moved out and we got not control of the oil. So what did we go in there for? It want not weapons of mass destruction and it won't oil because we don't have control of it now because the Iraqi government, so what, what did we go in for it for? So
1: this is a massive video but I can try and briefly explain very, very quickly. So the, the PNAC, the, which you can look on Google, you can look at the PNAC, um, which is the um american thing into the 21st century whatever it's called anymore um and then you've got this general going i had a meeting saying there's seven countries who are going to be overturned in the next seven to ten years inclusive of iraq and libya and that sort of thing and the whole purpose is to cause a middle eastern war uh, the middle east will completely displaced be able to get hold of lithium minefields mm-hmm. um, gold I think while everyone's looking at the oil no one's looking yeah. at the lithium so you get your lithium you get your cobalt gold. as well yeah you get your lithium you get your gold you get your oil you take control of the Middle East you have a Middle Eastern war um, and then once that, once that war has occurred you can have your West versus East war which then means that you can engulf the East and it's all part of a plan it's all part of a plan it's planned out for decades before um, so yes didn't go for weapons of mass destruction for it's all part of the plan and okay, I
0: don't even went for oil either
1: no, Saddam Hussein was a <clears throat> puppet he was put in place by the West and removed by the West remember the single fact is that before Saddam Hussein got murdered because um, that's what he was effectively by his own people um, he decided just before that we're going to stop using the petrodollar and go to the euro
0: no no you get mixed up with Libya, which is going to be my next point.
1: But Iraq did the same.
0: Iraq wasn't moving the Petrodollar.
1: Iraq stopped the dollar.
0: He stopped the dollar. but think we still involved in the Petrodollar.
1: So he said we're not going to we're not dealing in dollar anymore.
0: Yeah, they're still using the Petrodollar market.
1: Yeah, but not. not they dealing in American
0: dollars. These these two different two different markets. But,
1: but it could still it, it could still effectively take in about thirty percent of the um, American economy. So but One thing I'm going to bring up. was, different reasons? I was going to bring up
0: the petrodollar because um, Iraq had like we we I haven't been brought up in suddenly sends this this horrible dictator who, who kills his own people and, and eats babies and all this shit, right?
1: Thank you, CNN. Yeah,
0: it's just a But the more I looked into it, and I'm not saying he was a good guy. I'm not taking wasn't. away anything he, all the evils he did, but. Iraq had free healthcare. Iraq had free education. Um, had free universities. Um, don't have them anymore.
1: Don't have anything anymore. Don't have anything anymore. It's so,
0: is Iraqi people really better off with us removing him? Um, and the reason I'm going down that line of thinking is that um, when we removed Colonel Gaddafi from Libya, um, that was a promise. That, that was partly because um, he was going to move away from the petrodollar, mm. um, but again, same, same thing. Libya had free healthcare, free education, free universities. Doesn't anymore.
1: What did they not have? Pardon? What did they not have? A Rothschild bank.
0: They did not have a central bank. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask. Just got today's episode.
1: <laughs> <Thank you laughs> I could go down so many rabbit- this is the problem mm-hmm. Actually, you can rub it me now. You've Iraq- got ten more hours. Iraq had free healthcare, free education,
0: free universities, and a Stargate and it got attacked by the US and the UK. Okay. Libya had free healthcare, free education, free universities. Does this mean Libya had a Stargate as well?
1: Don't ask me that. Can you just put <laughs> controls? That's me. my clause! you not said what side of the fence you it on. No splinters up your rusty asshole. Tell me what you're looking.
0: I am genuinely on the fence right now. Really? This. I am
2: shocked. <laughs> I can't even do. The do, I, do I believe
0: a clandestine government organisation is covering up extraterrestrial communications?
1: That's not the question.
0: Yes. Do I believe um, governments go to war for reasons that they don't make public? Yes. Do I believe in the buru? The gravitational um, anomalies between Neptune and Pluto say yes. Doesn't say it's a planet or a ship or anything, uh, but there's something there. Um Do I believe in let's call it ancient alien theory with the Sumerian cunning tablets and stuff? There's something to it, and I investigate more, so right now I'd say yes. Okay. Do I believe Saddam was trying to dig up these artifacts and, and find a Stargate? I'm gonna lean on the side of yes? But the question is, did Saddam Hussein have a Stargate? That does not believe he did. I think he was digging for one, <laughs> but I don't think he had one. Okay. This
1: closing is <laughs> fucking messy. <laughs> <laughs> it's messy. So, I'm done. I, I have to
0: go all those questions just to lay my position out exactly. So I'm going to try
1: and uh, follow the same route, so we, we follow something simple. So, does Nibiru exist? The ni- the 10th right? Um as i said to you before in my opinion if the planet was a planet it's not a spaceship the planet was a planet we've got absolutely Sorry. no we've got absolutely no geological evidence whatsoever of something that would fucking ruin our gravitational pull every 3,600 years passing that
0: And our scientific evidence that said that civilization wouldn't survive. Like, if yep. I early, two and a thousand so, years in darkness, you'd be dead. So, so irrespective
1: yeah. of this gravitational issue that we currently seeing in, in the solar system, which could have many more different reasons.
0: Could be a planet, could be a ship, could be a, a moon we've not discovered yet.
1: Or alternatively, physics that we don't yet understand. Yep. yep. The, the, a, a million experiment. different explanations. Yeah. So... It's a fucking big leap to say there's a big fucking planet that we can't yet see or detect. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna jump a job for a i I'm not sure you do, but I was say with
0: the we of the, the gravitational There's something we can prove that something exists. Science is telling us something's there. Yeah. We don't have the science yet
1: to explain what it is. But that's that's it, that's it. Could be a lack of understanding.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: We're not quite there yet in our science yeah. we? we can see it but we don't know what it is yeah. we can see signs
0: of it we, we just can't explain what it is, that's it So. doesn't say it's a ship, doesn't say it's a planet do not yeah. say it's a movie
1: I'm talking about what these guys are saying mm-hmm. being a planet, planet X, planet 10 whatever you want to call it Um, again, we've got no geological evidence we've got no I would have expected um, 3,600 years ago so we're talking 1,600 BC the Egyptians would have put something about it because they were around um, that people would have talked about it outside of existing other existing civilizations would have said oh we've seen this fucking shit as well <laughs> yeah so it's sort of going well
0: the Egyptians were on." well they, they will not say it because they were getting information I think i talk they were to keep quiet what are the fucking <clears throat> nomads in Russia or the fucking pyramid builders in Croatia or the Mayans or the What's Inders, that? you know don't <laughs> no, so about, yeah. about it so so
1: the fact we don't have any geological evidence of it, mm-hmm. you know, any other civilizations talking about it, uh, the fact it's supposed to be coming around every three thousand six hundred years, you know, none of them, no, no, no other civilizations talk about it. So for me, Nibiru, being a big fucking chunk of this story, for me personally, Nibiru as a planet, as a discussion, as a description, I'm saying no. I,
0: Sorry, I'm going to put you new but no, sorry. i I made the point before that I, Stargate could go anywhere. I think he's using Nibiru just because it's uh, a popular u- ufologist that's fine. point. I'm
1: going if, through all of them. Yeah,
0: I don't think it has to be Nibiru. I think it could be fucking Andromeda Galaxy, it could be Sirius, it could
1: be wherever.
0: You know, that's. Yes. But we uh, yeah. it, you're it, saying it, on Nibiru, yeah.
1: Both of them, Salah and, Hen- and William, both said Planet X and Nibiru specifically stated that so I just want to say no no Nibiru don't exist for me there's there's something out
0: there whether that's a ship in deep stasis (laughs) that's causing the fluctuation that's Nibiru that's a possibility for me but But, we've got no idea but yeah it's not a planet um, so so Nibiru
1: for me no Anunnaki and we're talking um, we're going to go now about Sumerians so I'm not necessarily against this I would say, either people say what they saw, it's that catchphrase, say what you see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say what you see. Exactly. fucking <laughs> 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 exactly. Les, right, right, Les Dennis?
0: Where's Les Dennis? do yeah. you dickhead. It's not Family Fortunes. The OG, the OG catchphrase
1: guy. Unless Les Dennis never did catchphrase, did he? No, no. no. They, they, they did uh, Family Fortunes. yeah. The original groupie. So, ancient Sumerians, I wasn't there, clearly. Um, did the Sumerians say what they saw or were they interpreting for me it doesn't matter if the Anunnaki exist and they've got spaceships and rockets and stuff flying off this, that and the other um, it has no bearing because Sitchin never once mentioned the Sumerians mentioned the Stargate not once So you mentioned rockets yeah. up and down so yeah. the, the for me I can simp- I can happily say the Sumerians can sit there on their own, the Anandaki can sit there on their own, because they didn't mention a Stargate once, mm-hmm. and that can sit there and go, I don't care about yeah, yeah, that.
0: That's asian not. theory now.
1: And that doesn't matter if that, that That's or a not. different episode. Yeah. So, yeah. park you, because whether you believe we'll it come, or not- will come back to that down the line. The, yeah. the cuneiform never said it. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. this is a leak from two different people. So pop, park them and say, I could or couldn't believe in them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now I'm going to go on, did, did Saddam Hussein, did America go to war with Saddam Hussein over Area the Trek? Yeah. Uh, in my personal opinion, based upon the politics of the time, what we're trying to get, looking at history, the, uh, America went to war in 1991 firstly with Iraq, they couldn't even get through the front door, based on the fact that the Iraq gassed the mm-hmm. Kurds. Um, George Bush Jr. has come out and said, they tried to kill my dad. And effectively, that's the reason why he went to war. He wanted to get them back. They got through the door, they stole all the gold, they stole the oil, they stole the lithium, they got everything they wanted. If Saddam Hussein had a Stargate, you would not have found him curled up in a ball in the bottom of a house.
0: I've got a different argument to start Like, we saw Saddam Hussein <laughs> get killed out of a ball in the, he was killed up in a ball in the middle of an house, so mm-hmm. well, under the fucking
1: floorboard of the house. And, um, money in gold.
0: And huh? conveniently, the video of him getting hanged turned up on YouTube and all over social media and shit. Um, and it was him? Well, I would say this, this it's well documented to have had a lot of doubles.
1: Okay, could have been the double. Could have been the
0: double. Um, is it a case of they to get the alien tech and he went, alright, do you know what? You fucked me over, but uh, let's make a deal. I've been talking to these guys, they've who talked to me. You want to take this and kill me? then you fucking lost it, they won't come back. But if you keep me alive, um, they'll talk to you and we can sort some out. You know, well, you can fucking kill someone on screen. It's so, all right, I've got Dave, my double. Dave, off you go, get hanged. You know, and Saddam's still oh. out there living and uh, Saddam's now on the
1: voodoo. <laughs> so we was saying that, had Saddam Hussein had a Stargate, I would have, Let's ex- say he had tech. I would have expected his alien tech to be far
0: greater than that of terrestrial tech. The well, world had alien tech, but couldn't figure out how to use it. So they're saying he had a Stargate. So the series, he had a Stargate, but he couldn't switch it on. Okay. So um, the, the idea, Dr. Salah's whole paper, is America went in before he could turn it on.
1: Okay. Right, I said to you earlier in the, the programme today, I would have expected by now, 30 years after the fact, Pretty much from 1991, yeah, 29 years. Yeah, um, Or 2003, we say 20 years, pretty much. I would have expected an Iraqi photo from, a, from somebody, a leak, a photo, something of any kind, a thread of truth, a thread of evidence of anything. And there isn't a single picture, artifact, nothing from anyone of any kind. You can't find it because it doesn't exist. There's, there's a great piece in um, Dr. Salah's
0: paper right, and I can't We've before. already pissed all over his fucking right. ideas. Where he says, uh, anyone that could argue the official point is already dead, and the victors, i.e. Blair and Bush, Bush, aren't going to talk. That's true, but at the same time, they're so going. Anyone
1: that got these pictures and got these stuff, no, no, they're, they're dead. Are you telling me that there's nobody? Nobody in the last 20 years has been running a cigarette. Nobody. Oh, no, no, did did. I
0: I can't... I'm, this is the bit that gets me right. This is what i funny, right? I can't conceive the idea of an Iraqi whistle, whistleblower. Why not? I just don't... I don't see it happening with the way their communities and where their government's at. An American whistleblower? Can I... Yeah, I, I can. I
1: don't believe it. And I'll tell you why. Because I've seen... Some... I see Iraqis upload videos from Iraq of them being fucking bombed, people being tortured, people being mm-hmm. shot, people being fucking maimed in the street. Yes, yeah, but
0: these we're talking about people on the street in Iraq, yes, not high up military clearance sort of access to the Stargate in Iraq. Well, right. So what I'm saying is, the point I wanna make is, look at. If America got these programmes, then Britain, Germany, France, Russia, Iraq, Iran, India have all got these programmes, China have all got these clandestine programmes as well. It's fair to say, if one of us has got them, we've all got them, right? Potentially, yeah. How many conspiracy theory whistleblowers have you seen in the last 20 years that haven't been American? Well, it's always American generals that break ranks. It's always American sergeants that break ranks. It's never Russian or, or Chinese
1: or Iraqi. It's, it's because it's you need to get through that media first to get to the Western media to report it because there's no direct link, but. Yeah, but it's never the American,
0: all these uh, u- ufology sites, these conspiracy sites they report whistleblowers. It's never, they don't report an Indian general or a, a Japanese sergeant. So always an American military man. Americans are the worst for keeping secrets.
1: Well, maybe so, but what I would say is even if that, well, even if it was a fake Saddam that got killed, mm-hmm. as an example, even if they're digging cigarette to try and think they found something, there's zero evidence of any kind. No, I, would ex- I would have expected Russians to have their satellites going, we found something, rest of the world, look what the fucking (coughs) Americans are doing. Mm -hmm. Someone, it's too easy to spy on everyone now. Google Earth can fucking spy on anyone they want, but it's too easy. Basically, it would have been exposed by now as as a more mainstream conspiracy because too many people would need to be there, around it, constantly, Mm -hmm. every single day, for one person to go, quickly, look at this shit. And something would even... I can't even see any fake videos. That's how fucking yeah, shit yeah. this is. No one's even tried to fake it, for God's sake. So, for me, the fact that I have got a belief and why we really went to war with Iraq. The There's no even fake videos, no fake film photos. No one's ever come out. Not a single person outside of Michael Sallow and, and William Henry have come out and said, this is why it's happened. Um, nothing whatsoever at I, all. I will put William Henry in that category. Michael
0: Sullivan's come out and he's used Henry's and Sitchin's Research as the okay. basis for his yeah. claims. Salazar's the one that's claiming this, okay. not not Henry.
1: Well, Henry talked about Planet X, and then and then we've got six, uh, Well, no. William Henry talked about having he interpreted in King Talamans mind a a vortex a
2: where. No, no. What
0: I'm saying is sorry. Henry has his interpretation of his studies. Yeah. Sitchin has his interpretation of his studies. Salah's come along with them and I'm going to take both of them and put them into my theory. Fair play. Fair play. So, I would talk Henry with Sitchin's brush. We could do Henry in a different episode. This is Salah's episode right now, I think. So,
1: put it simply, as we said before, um, the Anunnaki and the. Did they exist, etc., etc., with Sumerians. I can I leave that aside. Episode, yeah. Because the Sumerians never said anything about. anything once about. Uh, this this star No, not even mentioned it once. leave on that aside. I don't believe for one second we went to war. For any other reason. there might be some secret reasons, but I know the reasons what we got when we got there. We got rid of the puppet Hussein. We got rid of who we'd put in power. we got all this gold, all this lithium, all the all the access to the Middle East. The stabilise the Middle East based upon the 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 PNAC and what the general said. Um, and for me as I believe, not a chance, no way. There's not a single shred of evidence outside of Michael Sala's conjecture. And we've already talked about, he put together these four potential re- I'm like, fuck off, man. Right, you you, you giving me fucking walk out the room. He's using Sitchin and Henry as solid evidence,
0: and then puts his four circumstantial evidence on top. His Henry's first not one, even solid evidence. His first one, I'll give him, his first second, right? So Whistleblowers, yeah. Um, the fourth, well, just, I, I really want.
1: one. You're a dick! An absolute dick. That's worse than fucking Prince Philip and a cricket bat. I just love how, how this was supposed to be a silly, fun,
0: stupid episode. But it is! And we've course. gone all around the fucking houses and touched on about eight future episodes <laughs> in this one. Like, I don't know if we can do that, when we go, oh, does Nibiru exist on episode 15? And people go, no, no, you, you, you said he did not on episode 8. No,
1: <laughs> no we, we definitely can't talk about Nibiru now. But, <laughs> but I think, man, we've, we've, we've talked about it a lot, but there's just, in my opinion, it's not, there's, I don't even have a single strand to work on now. Not a single strand.
0: No, I mean, it, for me, there's, there's, there's tangents. Um there's future episodes of uh, you know, we can't do we costing both to shit. That's no the six episode kind uh, of <laughs> But, you know, Ancient Aliens, uh, clandestine operations, um reverse engineering, a governments in touch with extraterrestrials. We've got all those episodes that we're gonna go on to, but we have kinda touched on like them at the day, but we can Yeah, high level. They're, they're full level they're full episodes we can go into. Um I didn't realise when I, I suggested it's just to be a dick. I didn't realise. It's because Badger is a dick. How do you think what? Lord Badger, please. Lord Badger. <laughs> <Nick the dick>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him your dick, he's the correct honorific. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Dick
1: Badger. Lord Badger the Dick first. It's <laughs> high Lord Dickhead. Um. But yeah, but no, no, many people might be calling me a dick, you know. No, but, no,
0: but I honestly I thought that like, this would be silly and fun, and I did realise how many other conspiracies touched on and that's what makes it false for me it's too many man this is right. <laughs> it's just like it's it's too i like think i said it's too perfect it's got every ingredient you need for a, a good conspiracy theory you've got aliens you've got clandestine government cover-ups you've got ancient aliens. you've got history you've got um diplomatic tensions it, it, whistleblowers like it's the perfect conspiracy like it's 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 almost like it were if I this was put into a Hollywood movie I'd go that's bollocks and don't make sense like this is too made up yeah yeah. and it is too perfect like a good theory and everything we've had before today has been this is a theory, this is what it's about, and I know we've gone from tangents and stuff, but we've never had a subject where we've gone and covered 12 different conspiracy theories. Not like that one we're on.
1: Not yet. In the pub we have, but not-, not No, got, not, not yet. Yeah,
0: um, But yeah, this is, yeah, to me, this is just
1: a wonderful piece of- It's clever stringing together all these to, to create narrative, and, and to create yourself some book sales, congratulations, they're very smart, but it's absolutely fuck all to it. Honestly,
0: this that paper, that again, it's linked in the, in the description, is a wonderful piece of fucking bait. He's just cast his bait out, and he's just reeling in the speaker tours and the book sales ever like since. Like Badger, just
1: to me, on a fucking weekly
0: basis. <sighs> you keep falling for it every fucking time. It's
1: because you know what's going to piss me off. If, if you... Please do me a favour, if you see Craig in the street at
0: any point in the future, just ask him what happened to the shuttle Columbus. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, fourth, fourth controversial evidence, <laughs> how can you deny the fourth controversial evidence of the shuttle Columbus? <laughs> I'd love it if people just start approaching in the street on so next not. week's episode it's just me it's
1: <laughs> this dick He's fucking dead <laughs> I'm going to club him with our new <gasps> fucking glass <Are> one's <laughs> supposed to tell him we have glasses them glasses no, no 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 cut right. the video we, we, no right you fucked it now right? so we, we, we spent
0: the last couple of weeks like last two episodes we've had Illuminati mugs uh, that we we're going to announce as merch but we weren't going to announce it until somebody spotted them um, until Craig just got really pissed off and <laughs> Columbia blowing up I've been drinking <laughs> <of all. laughs> not Sponsored not by We are not sponsored <laughs> by anyone <laughs> I am, am however uh, going to fill up my nice shiny Illuminati mug that you can purchase online um, I don't know where from yet we'll figure that out by the time this video goes was my right. But yeah,
2: um,
0: but yeah
1: that, that's been tonight's nice episode that's been a uh, <sighs> oh hole. Do you know what the problem with this is? I've had a really fucking stressful week this week at work, and I've had to talk about this shit. My brain now feels like it's been put through a cheese <laughs> uh, fu- Do you know what? I've thoroughly enjoyed it, but I've never come across a bigger load of bollocks for my three and a half hours of conversation on camera that I have today. <laughs> it's we've. So, all the other conspiracies are going to you know what? These threads of truth, possibly. All this is going is, let's reel in as many fucking conspiracies as we could possibly find around, around America, around aliens, around fucking ancient civilization. They're going, throw them all in one bucket and go, see your bites. These dickheads have to look at it. <laughs> and now, I, I, if you speak to me once more about this, <laughs> about the shuttle, I'm going to lose my watch, fisting your arsehole. I've
0: had enough! I I suggested it just because I thought it was fucking funny. Um, I don't think I'm going to go out of session next two weeks' episodes, no.
1: (laughs) The next one's going to be mine, more sensible than... This might have been entertaining for people to see me break down. I had no idea how deep this
0: went. Um, One thing I'll... well, two things I'll say in defence
1: of this theory. Okay. There, um, how, how can you defend it?
0: I really enjoyed researching yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I enjoyed it. That's not a defence. I, I really
0: it. fucking enjoyed filming this tonight.
1: And that's not a defence <laughs> That's not a defence.
0: So I will <laughs> thank this theory on two points. Even though that does not believe.
1: I'd rather I'm glad
0: this theory exists, some of those two points.
1: I would rather one through the streets naked with my fucking that does my believe Illuminati class Stuck up my arsehole and talk about this anymore.
0: But I got to sit here, with a full alumina- <laughs> Illuminati glass. I'm talking to you this thing for four hours, so I uh,
1: well, And that, I may answer just. Right, I no. <laughs> Just I believe, neither of us do. I, I genuinely hope you've really enjoyed the episode. To be fair, this is probably the most fun we've had in every episode. I, I, I've enjoyed
0: filming this more than he has. So,
1: um, <laughs> I know I've enjoyed it, but what I don't like, He's having the logical part of my brain tick of a bunch of dick. Going, I'm gonna fuck Craig. I'm gonna fuck Craig. Take this Craig. I have to say this is three hours of me
0: skull fucking you, and yes. not it? Yes. <laughs> At
1: least an hour. At least an hour. At least an hour of me being skull fucked my badger now. If that turns you on, <laughs> take that
0: home with you! I'm gonna cut that hour and put it on pause <laughs> We're
1: not allowed anymore. I'm a child.
0: But anyway, as always, we hope you enjoyed this as much as we do. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to close off, I'm sorry, I'm sorry this is going on, I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to close off. That's what she trying, said, that's what she
2: said.
0: Sorry, I'm trying to finish, I'm just, just so nice, skull fucking Craig. felt feels velvety and soft. <laughs> For those that know. Columbia, Columbia! Yeah, I've given you
1: the fist like I promised, you know. <laughs>
0: as always please like share and subscribe because that's the usual box after show but please
1: please we beg
0: of you go tell two more people that no exist.
1: not fucking two go and see your Facebook and go how many friends have I got and fucking invite all of them twats you can find the Illuminati on Facebook the link is in the description
0: Click invite all your friends for it, fuck it yeah, that's just, I, I want to tell two people to so can tell them, just fucking invite all your friends, invite all your friends. if Illuminati is not at a thousand like, a thousand followers on Facebook by, t- what's it, goes on Friday, by Wednesday, I'm coming after all of you.
1: Nobody wants that, my brain hurts from being school fucked, you don't want we that. you the lot of you And on that note, I'm going to go fall asleep and piss my pants because I've, I've lost all my automated <laughs> services. Until next time, see you there. you bastards.
2: <laughs>